shitmyass.com, my favorite URL on the internet. Yeah, it might be the greatest of all time. I think so. Shitmyass.com, shitmyass.com, shitmyass.com. 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 Or even better, if you want to listen live and join in the chat, podtard.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Or you can try Googling abs in a six-pack and see what kind of gay porn pops up. Abs in a six-pack! Abs in a six-pack! Hello, abs in a six-pack. Abs in a six-pack is not the greatest podcast in the world. I know, abs in a six-pack. This is lit, 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 lit. What else do you have going on? The, The Alex Jones that hadn't had a couple of tequilas, the Alex Jones that hadn't had a half bottle of wine, might just beat the hell out of you if you cross him wrong. The Alex Jones that's alive, that's got so much juice, just like you've got that juice, has to suppress himself. I'm a guy that takes depressants, not pills, alcohol, because I can't handle the truth. And I know that's the issue. I can't handle how alive I am right now in the fight against these tyrants. And how hard I'm going to push to go after him because I'm so full of life and so full of resistance to these murdering pedophiles who want to get in the way of God's plan. And let me tell you, I've been taken up to the third heaven. I've been jacked into the big plan. I've seen it. I've seen it. I can't even compute all of it. It's so fantastical. You've not seen nothing. You ain't heard nothing. You ain't smelled nothing like this. I don't have words to tell you. But I tell you, anybody tries to get in the way of the incredible plan the big guy's got for us has got me pissed, and I'm just begging to stay on the team, man. Just put me in the game, coach. Whatever you say, coach. I know I'm weak. I know I'm pathetic. Man, you're amazing. I'm so lucky you made me. What do I do, boss? What do I do? I'm like a hunting dog, man. Just take me out of the house. Just turn me on them. Just tell me what I got to do. Tell me what. Tell me how I serve you. Tell me what I can do for you right now. Woo! Can I actually just ask God right now to stop this right now? I mean, I'm in ecstasy right now. I am in literal Holy Ghost ecstasy, drunk in the spirit right now, and I'm like, I can't even do the show. (laughs) Oh, God. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm going to pass out here in a minute. This is so intense. Maybe... Maybe they're going to kill me in a couple days or something. I, I don't know. This is like, maybe God's just getting so close. Maybe something bad's about to happen. I don't even care anymore. But I, I'm like, maybe there's about to be a nuclear war, folks. I, I feel so close to God right now, I'm actually worried. You, you, I think you can all feel it, too. Like, this is really bad, folks. Like, God's real and it's okay. Hello. What's up? Hello. Hello. Date is July 20th, 2023. I'm here for Abs in a Six Pack episode 201 with Barbs versus the World, and this is a new live son of a bitch. What's up, guys? No. How are you? This is a new live son of a bitch. Is that funny? It's going down, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. Barbs, what's going on? Thank you for being here. It's, Thank it's, you so much for having me on. I think the what's the acronym for that? N L S O B. It's an N L S O B. Yeah. Good. I can do this voice, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be live here for the next two hours. So you, Barb, you were here for episode two hundred. You walked us. You you helped us. Uh, we had the term. It was what's what's the term? Uh, hospice when you. 
take uh, somebody that's dying and kind of talk them down and uh, stick the needle in their arm, euthanize them. You did that Isn't for that episode Asia? 200. That's euthanasia. Yeah. Oh, or good. Hospice. I'm glad I got yeah. to kill hospice, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I try not to hang out with a lot of old people, so I don't know the terms. Also, short, short round from Indiana Jones. That was a euthanasia. He's a little kid in Asia. Okay. He's a youth in Asia. Uh, anyway, uh, <coughs> oh, that's like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he was a youth in Asia. It's not as funny when I have to explain it. Well, it's, uh, it's after six pack episode 201. We've done some, uh, we've done some real work, I think, at the end of the last, the very end of the last episode. We, we called Lyle at the undisclosed casting location. We did. I think, uh, I think we got somewhere. Where do you think we got exactly? Well, I know I want to talk to Lavender some more. Mm, yeah. I Good! Like yeah. <laughs> I liked her. Uh, well, yeah, if, if you didn't make it to the end of the five hours of episode 200, uh, you're in for a treat once you finally get there. Because we talked to Lavender from a casting agency. Who, uh, Is it did... okay if I smoke a joint? On the podcast? No, it's on it like it's on video. What are you talking about? Yeah, of course you can do whatever you want. You can do cocaine <laughs> can on this podcast. podcast. You wouldn't be no, the first. No, I haven't one. done that for years. No, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's let's revisit uh, kind of where we left off. I think is a good place to start. Where we left off. Um, we had. Absolutely. Do you want to start with the text we got back or the voicemail? that we got back. Ooh, I think we should start with the voicemail. All right. Well, I don't know. I think that's better. I think voicemail is a little better. And then the text. So this is from, and I'm going to, I'm, I, I can't, I can't really just for the sake of, I don't want people that listen to this, like blowing up their phone, but I still want the joke to be solid. So, uh, I'll have to edit a lot of this out in post, but, uh, there's a reason we called this one. And it has to do with wanting <laughs> a it. circumcised host about a year, a year and a half ago. When we <laughs> I'm dead. I'm sorry. I'm dead. Hi, this is yeah, we, uh, Uncut Casting. I'm calling because we received your voicemail about wanting to change uh, casting agencies and wanting to sign on with us. Or By the way, it sounds like she said taxi agencies, and that's what it says in the Google Voice yes. transcript, too. Uh, taxi yes, she's not enunciating. Yeah, ca- she's meant casting, but it says taxi, taxi, and it sounds casting. like taxi. It's taxing. It sounds like taxing. You want to change taxi, taxi agencies? Yeah. yeah. Ismail about wanting taxing to agency. change uh, taxing agencies and wanting to sign on with us or possibly. Um, so I was just calling to let you know um, that we the first step for that is to get in with our online orientations. Um, and you can do that. It, um, by visiting our website, what the fuck um, do they LA mean by clicking on the talent tab. Is that like Orientals? Um, or you can give us a call at. I think that's illegal. I think you're not allowed to offer them anymore. And someone can help you out with that. All right, thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> you can't. You can't sell Orientals on the black market anymore. Or on the white market either. I don't think you no. I don't think you can like just offer like Asian hookers up anymore in business what about deals the, like that. That's not so. Thing. That's not really like a black market or a white market thing. That's like the yellow market probably is where that's allowed. Yeah, like I would say, like definitely yellow or red. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so we get the, we did this. We got this text. 
It says, this was, yeah, this was wild. It says, hi, <laughs> this is blank with, with blank casting. I believe you recently spoke with Lavender about an upcoming project. Yeah, Lavender was a treat. (laughs) About an upcoming project in March. Unfortunately, we are unable to take on this project. (laughs) I need like a wah, wah, wah sound. Wah, wah. What's the... uh, That's a little lame. That's a little lame that they can't take it on in March. I think it's... I, I think it's because... There was probably like in the light. like in like uh, probably you, you remember Invisible Ink. Remember that they probably have like an no, Invisible Ink, Invisible yes. Ink where you write it, but then you put the lemon juice on it and it shows it. They probably have an Invisible Ink system, and it, like in, in Invisible Ink, like it was written like don't take this, don't take this. Yeah, let me uh, let me back up. Mm. <clears throat> so see if reads, anyone ever wanted me to ask to sign a prenup, I would sign it in Invisible Ink. Like at a hundred percent, if any dude ever wanted me to sign a prenup, I'd fucking sign that shit. So I should. Just I don't know if Invisible Link is legally binding as much as it works to like warn people about things not to sign, which I think is probably Fair. more. Yeah, but uh, hi. Uh, unfortunately, we are unable to take on this project. What? But I can suggest a couple of other agencies to consider. So she's passing the buck. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Um, yeah. I, what's the what's the term they use in that Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, uh, foisted foisting he foists an assistant? Oh yes, he foists he, foist, he yes. you you foisted her. That was a great foist. So she's foisting us onto other casting agencies. I'm not going to read the mm-hmm. names of these casting agencies, but would you like to call them right now and see if they're open? Um, I mean it's six o'clock. Um, I guess six thirty. On the West Coast, let's try if anything's open. I would hope. Try it out. Let's see what happens. What's the worst that could happen? Hi, you've reached more. Mm, that's a shame. Yeah. I mean, these, these might be things we have to call like at a better time. I feel like, like midday is better. Yeah. We can at least leave one voicemail. She gave yeah, us the name. She gave us the name of three casting agencies. So they're definitely trying to pet, like fucking foist it on. They're foisting you know? us like Larry, classic Larry David. No, literally. Hi, this. Okay, yeah. Let's try the third one just in case, you know. If not, we'll have to just do this on the next episode where we don't do it so late, you know? We'll see what Third happens. Third time's a charm. I feel like most of these places close at five, but you never know. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected. Well, that one's... That, <laughs> that place Oh, shit! Not- that one's not even a business. Well, you wanted to talk about the uh, the writers' strike. Should we talk about that? Because we did talk a lot about SAG yeah. and, the, and the SAG strike and the writers' strike last at the end of last episode. Before we talked to Lavender and well, that's why section. Lavender couldn't get us. Like, I mean, I wish. Lavender I mean, she was, was kind of retarded, right? <laughs> she was fucking dumb as hell. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> why they call her Lavender. Well. No, that was mean. She was a beautiful lady. 
Um, I mean, watch me, like, she's actually some fat bitch with purple hair. <laughs> you know, who knows? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely want to just kind of mention, like, there's a lot of, like, the SAG after strike, which apparently it's, like, the actors and the writers union and all that shit. Because apparently they don't get, like, residual checks and, like, the streamers take advantage of them. And, like, Bob Iger is, like, bad and Disney's bad. And they just the sh- gist of it is, like... By the way, Sam Hyde correctly like, pointed out that um, if you put him through the Geometria calculator code, his name is William Iger. Oh, really? Yeah, Wigger. I, I see. Yes, yeah. I, I got it. Yes. Um, yeah, his, it's just, I don't know, the whole thing is, you have all these, like, famous, the thing is, the problem is you have all these famous stars out there pandering with the people that are actually striking. And you got, like, Fran Drescher, who I love. Like, I love her as the nanny. I love Fran Drescher. But, like, she's, like, the president of one of the unions. And then, like, who the fuck wants to hear that voice, like, all day through a fucking megaphone? And, just you got Aubrey Plaza and like fucking Iron Man and all these rich boys out here standing with the writers where I'm like Tony Stark why are you striking like why are you don't you work with these production companies with all these producers like don't you work with these execs aren't you buddy buddy with them but like you're virtue signaling right now or like it's ridiculous for you to say I'm like on the side of the people it's like you earned millions of dollars instead of standing outside with people with signs on like on LA Boulevard or some shit give them money I don't understand why you're out there like yelling about production when you get millions of dollars from you pay them you give them money don't strike like the whole thing is absurd to me well I'm of the opinion that writers should be paid less until they can start writing good shit I mean, AI is going to replace them. <laughs> yeah. If like uh, Bleep Blorp and Bloop Bleep uh, like come up with their like you know silver like Danger Danger Will Robinson costumes and protest the writers' strike and said we will take your jobs, I think that'd be pretty funny. Like, in fact, I think now that I'm thinking about that, as soon as it came shit. out of my mouth, I think Dick Masterson and Vito Giswaldi were joking about doing that at the writers' protest. Now that I'm now that it, so I think they might already have happened. Dressing up as robots no, and counter-protesting the ro- the writers' strike. Um, I mean, yeah. Just if you watch anything that's been written in the past few years, it's all garbage. All of it is just garbage. It's I don't know, like, and why the fuck, like, I don't know. I guess yeah, you should get paid by streaming companies, but don't then be preachy on my social media telling me not to watch streaming services. Like that's fucking ridiculous. No. We're not doing that. Like, I get it. It sucks. But, like, I don't know. I just thought it's, like, it's stupid. Like, the whole strike is stupid. Uh, I think all strikes are stupid, except when it comes to bowling. Shout out bowlafterbowl.com. That's not even a paid advertisement. Yeah, I I, I like sex strikes when I go on a sex strike. When does a sex strike ever work? I I want want you to break this down for me. Okay. Oh, oh. Like, not on a broad scale, but just you're going on strike with your significant other and not giving them sex? Yes. Yes, exactly. And then you get what you want as a woman. Wow. That's never happened to me ever. Would you think it would work on you? No, because I have too many other options. 
Okay, fair. So you think it would just be pointless with you? I mean, I don't know. This is going to come off as cocky, but uh, I think a sec. I think I. I think this. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's just because of all the cocks I have in my mouth at all times. You get a lot of cocks. Yeah. Mouth and butt. Yeah. Cock butt. No, I. I just don't. I don't see. If I think I would be more likely to pull off a sex strike than most of the women women I've been with. I feel like men would be so much better at it than women, though. Yeah. If you think about it. Because you guys just need your hand. Exactly. Well, I mean, vibrate. You guys just need that. <laughs> okay, release. but to counterpoint, the counterpoint to, to counterpoint your counterpoint to my counterpoint and go back with another counterpoint, I think I have to go back to agreeing with you because vibrators are a lot better than pocket pussies and fleshlights. Yeah, so I mean, I've never felt the either. I've only felt. Well, you never stuck one up your butt. No. (laughs) The joke there was that I stick vibrators up my butt, people. If you didn't catch it, no, Um, no, I, I, no, 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 no. (laughs) Keep butt plugs up my butt, not not vibrators. The wrong way to do it. Wrong hole. I keep butt slugs up my butt, but then uh, every time I sit down on a table salt shaker at a restaurant trying to be cool and sexy then like it kills the butt slug in my butt and then i'm back to square one so just try sitting on pepper shakers and <laughs> let's try that don't do the salt shaker if you want to be sexy you just use the pepper shaker yeah and if you get sick with a throat cold just uh shove a pepper shaker down your throat and you put a little pep in your strip mm-hmm mm-hmm but okay, yeah, I know I derailed the shit out of that. Any other thoughts on the yeah. the sag? Because I I I didn't realize that there was actually a sag strike going until that call at the end of the last episode, episode two hundred. Yeah, we're not about to have like any new shows. Like reality TV, like back in two thousand eight when there was another writer strike, that's when the reality TV boom kind of happened. But the sag strike and is now, an actor like, strike we're now. See a revival. Of that. So we have a writer yes, strike no, and an actor. And actor. Yeah. It's writers and actors. Yes, they're like teaming up together, like against the billionaires. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I can't say that I'm that sad about it because I mainly what I consume is podcasts, anyways. So, like, who gives I mean, a shit? As George Washington famously like, said, "Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck?" I st- the fact is like I try to watch like some reboots of shows I used to like for nostalgia or movies i'll try to watch recent movies and support and stuff and like once in a while you're like okay this is pretty good but most of the time whatever is written is pure fucking garbage so honestly yeah pay these people less until they start writing better movies and better tv shows again like ai can probably write better than they can my my asshole could probably crack out something better than they can write (laughs) the new season of like sex in the city with those fucking old dumb broads it's horrible like all of this is any movie recently like i went to go to see burt kreischer's the machine in theaters and like not to hate on burt great comic love his podcast who um i went to go see the movie i thought it was going to be great burt kreischer you love his podcast yeah i think it's great and you think he's a funny comedian two girls one cave is great I two do. girls, I one cave. It's two bears. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, two bears, one cave. I have to strongly disagree with you. For, like, uh, first of all, Bert's podcast. No matter what guest he has on, he had tre- the great late Trevor Moore on. He talked about. I wanted to hear Trevor Moore talk. Bert 
no matter who he has on, he could have freaking everybody from the King of England to Trevor Moore, which he had on, or Chris Rock, whoever. He Bert just makes everything about himself. The the guest gets into talking one thing, and he's like, "Oh, that reminds me of the <laughs> yeah, of course." And yeah, he sits there, and he takes, and he sits there and he takes his sock off and he picks skin off his feet. If you watch the video, he just picks skin <laughs> off his feet the whole show. It's well. There's also you have Tom Segura. Also, you have you have. Tom I'm talking about Bert's solo podcast, I guess. But, no, oh no, I don't listen to Bert's solo podcast, dude. Bert is, oh man, Bert is. I if I didn't feel bad for Bert, I just don't. If I didn't feel bad for him, no, he's not funny. He's so overrated. I fat. Well, we went. Well, we went to go see his movie, and I went to go see his movie, and like I was like, okay, this should be. It was pure trash. Like it was pure trash like it was a very gimmicky badly written the best part um, was mark hamill yeah i was gonna say it had mark hamill in it had fucking luke skywalker um i like the cameo of his real wife where his real wife played some pissed off bitch at his party yelling at him and i'm like Mm -hmm. that seems pretty accurate um yeah it was just it was not a good movie like yeah. we didn't enjoy it. It wasn't just like it was. Just, I also got like um, dipping dots in my shoe, which that was a whole story during the movie. I, was right <laughs> I want to hear more about that because that sounds more interesting than anything to do with Burt Kreischer. <laughs> but I, I will say, just, well, yeah, sorry, one last thing that. on Burt Kreischer. He, uh, Carl Hamburger from Who Are These Podcasts, who was on a couple episodes ago. He's made almost a living not only just destroying sh- Stuttering John and a couple other people, but Burt Kreischer is one of the people that he really goes after and just makes fun of that I just am so on board with because I really don't like Burt Kreischer. I feel like Burt Kreischer is a fun guy, a nice guy, and a good hang, and I'd hang out with him, but he's not funny. And when it comes to famous comedians, I don't really have a tolerance for not funny. No, wait, do, oh, wait, wait. do your best Burt Kreischer laugh. <laughs> you know I had a handle of Tito's and then Leanne was so mad at me. I can't even do it. I can't even do it. He's like Leanne. He literally single-handedly, I feel like, keeps Tito's vodka afloat though, because he's such a fucking alcoholic pig. Ugh. Anyway, um, I want to hear about dipping anyway, dots getting going- in your shoe before we moved on to Marjorie Taylor Green. Oh, I got yeah, I got dipping dots. I so uh we went to a theater in, in over in New York by us in Astoria, and they had Dippin' Dots ice cream. And it wasn't like the one that like they give you in like the cup; it was like already pre-frozen. And I was like, "Oh my god, I love Dippin' Dots!" Like I know people, it's controversial. People don't like it. They think it's crap, and it is crap. But I like it because it's like nostalgic. And I used to get it at, like Six Flags and at like street fairs and stuff as a kid. But I got it, and it started melting, and I didn't have a spoon, and I had to like literally use my tongue as a spoon to like get it out of like the little container, and. Some of it fell on my shoe, and I was very upset because they were beige sneakers. And yeah, uh, they got on my sock, and I still can't get it. They were fruit punch. It was mixed fruit. It was like fruit punch. So it was like red. So the, the red 50 or the red 40 stairs. See, this is so why I love everything. talking to you, because everything you said in that story teetered on between just back and forth between hot <laughs> and a 90-year-old woman running a thrift store. Yeah. And it just oscillated, do, yeah. it oscillated that's, that's back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> that's my brand. Let's talk about Marjorie Taylor Green. Yes, let's. What you you had a, a specific complaint. I had a complaint. Um I well before today's happenings, I was just gonna say how dumb it was that 
she straight up like made a video for the Bidens. Oh, accidentally. Uh, yeah. So she made like no, she made the video. Sorry, I kind of got distracted by something. That was my fault. She made a video like, and then the Biden campaign used it as their like promotional video. Uh, but today's happenings were even better. She had Hunter Biden's nudes and dick pics and sent them out to people. And then our government spent taxes on a Senate committee to go over his dick pics. Because apparently the saga, this Hunter Biden saga will never end. What do you want to, st- which story do you want to start with? Because I have a couple um, clips I can pull up on these. You, you start whatever clip you want to start. I can get into Marjorie Taylor Greene for ages. Yeah, and, and, and while um, all of these Trump... Li- this is from MSNBC Morning Joe. Legal woes um, take up a lot of space mm-hmm. in the conversation. The question has always been how the Biden re-election campaign breaks through with its message. Well, they, they have a great spokesperson now. Yeah, they do. They've come up with a new spokesperson. I mean, and- this spokesperson, I, I mean... Never really saw it coming, but I didn't either. Really I usually see the talent out, laid out their successes. I think in, in a way that, that crystallizes that, you know, it. She really, really did. She knew how to crystallize yeah. it. It's like she's lived it herself. So let's uh, listen to the new Biden campaign spokeswoman bragging on all the accomplishments of this administration. Take a look. Joe Biden had the largest public investment in social infrastructure and environmental programs that is actually finishing what FDR started, that LBJ expanded on, and Joe Biden is attempting to complete programs to address education, medical care, urban problems, rural poverty, transportation, Medicaid, labor unions, and he still is working on it. The president posted that video on Twitter. <laughs> so I'll say this about uh, old MGT. I think she's like one of the stupid, stupidest women and ugliest women in Congress, but I still like her. I oh, still like her. I like her. I like her. I like her. The problem is like she has, she has, she has, she's a good agitator. She's a great agitator. She's great at her brand. She's and she kind of looks like a dude. Talking about her. But the thing is, bitch, use some sunscreen. Your fucking face looks like a fucking leathery ass football. Like you're red. What the fuck is wrong with you 24-7? <laughs> like, if you want people to listen to you and take you seriously, be hotter. That's You're right. Just be hotter. Well, she kind of looks like a dude. Like, like Lauren Boebert, like as crazy as she is, at least she's like fucking, I, she's like a six or a five or a six on the scale. Oh, Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene's like a three. She's a negative two. <laughs> She's a negative two. But <laughs> now, nah, like, she, I find her irritating just because she's one of those people where in between all the craziness she says, once in a while, there'll actually be like a true fact or like a good point she makes, but it gets buried over, under all the other insanity that she spews. That's what bothers me. Like, I'm not saying like, she's an operative of the quote unquote deep state or the intelligence agencies. Okay. But I think she, in another sense, she is an operative of the intelligence agencies or deep state because she spits. She's one of the few Congress people that spits truth like that. But she, yes, she, she's so retarded when she does it. And she just makes yes, no, a hundred percent. I agree with you. Yeah. 
she makes every even if she's like telling the truth, she makes it look stupid and retarded. So it, it works in the. No, she sounds stupid. Yeah. I mean, I know most women to begin with, we sound fucking stupid. Like when we speak, like I get it. No one, none of us should be getting into politics. Well, I would never say that around about you, except behind your back. (laughs) (laughs) On my, on my backside. (laughs) Oh, um, but yeah, no, she's, that's the problem is the little facts and the little truths she speaks are just fucking moronic. And she sounds like a fucking moron. Like, there's no other way to put it. Like, and like, guess what? Like, yeah, I think it'd be fucking, it's absurd that the president's son has dick pics out there that are available to the public. And that by the way, the least, the least controversial thing Hunter Biden has done is that. Exactly. That's the most, exactly. That's honestly, if we're looking at it, that is the least controversial thing this fucking son of a bitch has done. But like, also, speaking of him, I'm just going to take a little quick tangent. I recently read um, a really heartbreaking story about his uh, one of his daughters that he has that he doesn't want to claim. And he took her and the mom off the insurance. And they live in, a, I think, Arkansas or Oklahoma. And she got knocked off when she was working in D.C. And, like, he doesn't pay child support for the kid. He, like, doesn't want to claim her as his own. He doesn't want to give them the last name. Doesn't took him off the insurance. Like, he's being sued and all that. Like, to, that's something I recently read where I'm like, wow, Hunter Biden, you are the lowest of the low right now. Yeah. Like, the lowest of the fucking low. I call him Hunter like, Biden. This little girl. He is a cunt. You know what? No, he's not. Cunt is a compliment. Because cunts are great they provide warmth they give life they get moistened on their own and they're resilient hunter biden is just a piece of shit that's all he is um but yeah he's that's the least controversial thing he's ever done is take dick pics or take nudes with the fucking weird thai hookers or filipino hookers he was smoking crack with uh crack. he smoked crack with pe- like why are we that's not cool. focusing on that that makes him cool it's the weird business dealings <laughs> with China and Ukraine that like are more bothersome. <laughs> the smoking crack thing, I could give a shit about, dude. James Brown smoked crack and PCP, and I still love him. He also beat fucking. I didn't know if it was uh, to answer. Are you finished? Someone else can follow okay. up. I've All seen right. someone okay. could say. Yeah, your your crack rules. Yep. Gentlemen's time's expired. Chair now recognizes Miss Green for for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Before we begin, I would like to let the committee and everyone watching at home that parental discretion is advised. See, she warned that parental discretion was advised before she did it. They- well, she did say, no, she did. She she did put a little not safe for work tag. She did. Also, and all these people saying like, oh, well, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a groomer. She's grooming kids by showing them dick pics on the C-SPAN. It's like, no, yeah, she's fi- not. find me one singular child in the fucking country that watches C-SPAN. I was going to say, yeah, show me any, <laughs> no, autistic children probably watch C-SPAN, let's be real. Right, well, like, find me one non-autistic kid. Right. That's wild. I would also like to remind accusation coming towards her. Well, that's ju- that's just because all the lefties are being t- tired of being called groomers, so they find a chance to call the conservatives groomers. I know they find anyone else. Which it's like, to be honest, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, it's like you, your staff could have blurred this out. Like you yeah, don't need to show that. The, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll continue with this. Well, I, I take mean, no, it also, yeah, I'm gonna say it's offensive gotta pee, to me. I'm really like bad. a full grown woman. I'm a full grown woman, but like it's offensive to <laughs> me. I don't want to see Hunter's dick pic. 
Hunter, I barely like, know her. I'm good. And everyone that on our oversight committee, we provide oversight into all parts of the federal government, including their Department of Justice and their their willingness to prosecute and their unwillingness to prosecute, and whether it's politically motivated. Um, I would also like to say that when evidence and proof of a crime is presented, no prosecution should be denied, no matter who the person is. Uh, to the whistleblowers today, I thank both of you for your courage to come to the committee today and your commitment to, to truth. Uh, I have great respect for it, so thank you. I would like to talk with you both about Hunter Biden and his tax write-offs with his law firm, Owasco. I would like to ask uh, Mr. Ziegler, when did you start your investigation and your testimony? It was November 2018. Is that correct? Yes or no? Yes, that's correct. Thank you. During your testimony with the, House, with the House Ways and Means Committee, you stated that through bank records, you identified Hunter Biden was paying prostitutes related to a potential prostitution ring. Is that correct? Yes or no? Yes, that's correct. I've also reviewed that those same bank reports, commonly referred to as SARS, suspicious activity reports, and I'm very troubled by them. We read thousands of them in the Treasury. This particular excerpt from a SARS report talks about human trafficking uh, and in regards to Hunter Biden and Owasco and, and payments he was making. You know what? I take it back. What's even more like, troubling to me? I take it back. I don't like this lady. <laughs> no. I know I said, I know I take said, I know she's you. a dumb bitch and she's ugly. Uh, but I still like her now. I don't. I don't she know. is. I mean, that's all. That's all. That's. I think my problem is true. I don't spend <laughs> I mean, time listening to her talk for more than thirty seconds at a time. Yeah, because you don't. You can't. Because you can't listen <laughs> to talk to her, like her talk for more than thirty seconds. Right. Like you can't. She's a fucking moron. Like that's what I say. Tidbits. Some tidbits and information will be true, but most of it will just be some garbage that this moron came up with. Is she even naturally blonde? Probably not. Yeah, she's from Arizona, bad. isn't she? Uh, I think that, that sounds she? right. I don't know. No, Georgia. Yeah, the other one's from Colorado. She's from Georgia. There we go, Georgia. Yeah. The other one's from Colorado. I know Lauren Boebert, which I would well, love for be, them to hey, fight. She's still better than Lauren Boebert would win. Let's be honest there. She's still better than <laughs> And she's lighter. She's half her size. <laughs> uh, no, probably not. She's got a much, much stronger bone density. She probably does. That's sure. She's got that Neanderthal skull, skull structure. Hmm. Um, but no, just, yeah, just she sent out to me, it was just wild. I saw like a Senate committee about fucking Hunter's dick pics where I'm like, why? This is like money. This is taxpayer money. People don't realize this. Like, this is taxpayer money going to look at the president's son's genitalia. Which we can and, all see for free. Yeah, um, first of all, very easily, very easily. Yeah. Have you go to the I, White House? Have, bend I'm, over. I mean, have I know a back like crack on your back. Rogan and Tim Dillon, and you know everybody's already done the whole bit on it. But it is kind of weird that you would take pictures of yourself hundreds and hundreds of times with a crack pipe. Yeah, in your smoking mouth. crack. Yeah, that's a stu- like. 
there was like <laughs> hundreds of selfies. Like, why would you do that? Also, why would you delete them once you sober up? I, I can't remember who said like, it. If but I have a wild night out, I will delete those pictures. Like, if I take a bunch <laughs> of stupid pictures where I don't look good, I delete them. Like, right. so no one like can the, ever find that. Like at the end of the like, first, I don't want documentation. Movie. At the end of the first hangover movie, yes. they all those pictures played yeah. during the end credits, they deleted those afterwards. Yeah. Like that's to me, it's like things like that. It's like I'll sometimes go on my phone and my friends will send me pictures. I'm like, delete this right now. I like, think it was get rid of this. I like, think it was John from John Breaks awful. Bad News at the uh when we were uh <clears throat> Oh yeah, no, it was Stephen Colbert was the douchebag. Somebody brought on a battle of the douchebags, <laughs> lavish, I think brought him on. And uh he's play, he's playing He's playing clips of uh, uh, Colbert giving this softball interview to Joe Biden and Joe Biden's. And he's like, people are coming. People are coming after your son, Colbert says. And Joe Biden goes, yeah. And, and uh, Hunter's the smartest person I know. He's the best, best man I know. He's the smartest person I know. <laughs> and then later we're playing. Yeah. The clip. Later we're playing the clip. It's like Hunter Biden took pictures of himself over 300 times of himself with a crack pipe in his mouth and then left that laptop with all those photos on it at a repair shop. And John from Jeff Breaks Fed News goes, and that's the smartest guy I know. (laughs) Yeah, that's the smartest. Yeah, like it's it's absurd to me that you left, you smoked so much crack and you left your laptop at a repair shop for over a year. Usually crack and cocaine make you paranoid. Smoking crack. I don't know if you've ever done hardcore stimulants, but it makes you paranoid. It does not make you, yeah. No, I used to do, I used to do a lot of cocaine when I was in college. It makes you paranoid as fuck. Yeah. And so I don't understand a scenario. He must just be so. It makes you fucking paranoid as shit. Yeah. Especially if you're sleep deprived. Oh, yeah. If you're not sleeping, you get into, like, psychosis, and you're like, fuck, I gotta do everything. I gotta make sure, like, no one's following me. <laughs> but, yeah, Hunter Hunter Biden's dick. I, it's kind of crazy that most of America has seen it by now, and Marjorie Taylor Greene just sealed the deal on that. That's pretty cool. You know what? Never mind. She's I cool mean, again. Just, I like her again now. Now that I said that sentence. You're like, never mind. My feelings <laughs> change. We should have, like, a like, Marjorie Taylor Greene meter, like, <laughs> where your feelings just go back from red the to M- green. The where, MGTM. Like, yeah. The MGTM, yeah, that's the new company. When well, they go that. on strike instead of MGM, it'll be. Um, yeah. Well, I, um, I, I do mean, have something God, to tie. Bless it her in. heart, she's trying. I I like her again. Go on, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Do you have anything else on her? Because if not, I have a tie-in with her. No, let's hear it. Well, this is from C-SPAN, current Congressman Brad Sherman. Did you know that the main reason Marjorie Taylor Greene is bad? Oh no! Why? Well, the first reason is that she took a picture with Nick Fuentes. It didn't Kanye. But the the second picture, well, he was Fuentes was running Kanye's campaign for a minute there. But the uh, and they went on Alex Jones together. (laughs) But the second reason Marjorie Taylor Greene is bad is because she didn't apologize for taking a picture with Nick Fuentes. This is uh, an excellent resolution. Israel is not a racist or apartheid state. Congress should and does reject all forms of anti-Semitism. And- oh, by the way, I'm sorry to back it up, but uh, what, Barb's, what are you, Team Israel or Team Palestine? Are you Team Barry Weiss um, or so Team? I- are you Team Barry Weiss or Team Abby Martin? <laughs> no, well, I think that they're both absolutely fucking insane cunts to begin with. Um, it's not that easy. I do think that. Israel deserves the right to exist 
as the state. I don't think that's a Zionist thing to say, but I also don't think that um, they should be aggravating the Palestinian people. And I don't think that there should be fi- there, there should be a ceasefire on both sides because like kids on both sides are getting killed. I think that both Israeli and Palestinian children deserve better. So what you're um, saying is there's fine kids on both today. sides. Yes, I would molest children <laughs> of both origins, if that's what we're going with. I was more going for the Trump Charlottesville <laughs> quote, but yeah, I, I get it. No, I, um, yeah, there's, I just, I, I'm not pro-Zionist. I do think it's wrong what the IDF is doing, and I do think they employ Nazi tactics and terroristic tax- tactics, and it, it is an apartheid state, but it does deserve to exist. Um, I think Barry Weiss is completely fucking bonkers, and so is Abby Martin. So they're both Abby Martin did get the insane. fluoride thing right, but yeah, I agree with you on most of that for both of them. But yeah, um, I think that Israel is just America, like in the Middle East. Like Israel is America's sti- like. Well, they better be. We've given the them so many money and weapons. They better be America by now. <laughs> I know we give them so much money every month. Also, they're immigrant. Okay, if if Israel, if we had one third of the immigration measurement or immigration laws, I mean, that oh, Israel yeah, or Japan yeah, had, yeah. we would be the most. We already are the oh. most racist, quote unquote, country on earth. But dude, Israel's immigration and Japan's immigration. Dude, it's insane what they won't let people get away with. Um, people want to also, if you, one thing is, you want to talk about, your basic European countries have stricter immigration laws than we do. If an American citizen or an out, a citizen from outside the European Union wants to move to a European Union country, you have to like buy a house or buy a business or form a business or have a job contract. You can't just come in and overstay. Like they will find you and be like, no, no, we're putting you on a plane and you're leaving now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Like, it's wild. Like, bye. They don't even hold you in camps or in shelters the way we do over here. Right. Like, they They'll literally go, you, no, if you bye. If the border into Mexico as an American, they just kick your fucking ass. Yeah, absolutely. They'll rape you. Well, they'll rape me, not you. Hey, I'm just as rapeable as you. I don't think so. I, I, <laughs> I think we got to walk. Take a walk through Tijuana. We might have to test true. this scientifically at a later date, I guess. Um, but yeah, this is we might Congressman have to do a controlled study. <laughs> Congressman Brad Sherman, Democrat, content. Uh, yeah, tight state. Congress should and does reject all forms of anti-Semitism and xenophobia, and the United States will always be a staunch partner and supporter of Israel. But why are we taking this up today? We're taking this up today. Because one of our colleagues from the state of Washington made some uh, statement and then withdrew it. The question is, why didn't we take up this resolution when Nick Fuentes, a Holocaust (laughs) denier, was honored by the former president and given a chance to have dinner with the former president at his home in Mar-a-Lago? That's when we should have dealt with this resolution. So this resolution... (laughs) That uh, uh, I Patch McCain, Dan Crenshaw, and all these other uh, mostly like no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bill is basically a bill to outwardly make sure America verbally supports Israel, but there's also some weird language in there. But they already do. But like they already do. There's also some weird hate speech, like like gray area laws in there where it's like, oh, and by the way, if you talk bad about Jews, 
in Israel, then that's actually not protected by the First Amendment, is my understanding of this bill. I mean, I, I'm going to cut you off. I don't think that yelling fire in a crowded movie theater is protected by the First Amendment. Um, but I also think that people can spew whatever garbage they want. I'm, I will support your right to do it. I'm just not going to fucking agree with you. And I think you're going to be a piece of shit for saying that. Or, like, if you're a Holocaust denier, I'll work very hard to prove to you that it was real, especially coming from, like, descendants of Holocaust survivors. And, but, like, and by the way, I don't I think, do think Nick Fuentes has ever the denied right. the Holocaust. I mean, you deserve to write to question it. Like, you deserve to write to say whatever shit you want. I say a bunch of stupid, controversial shit. I still want to be able to do that. I want to have the platform and the ability to do that. Like, so it kind of, it, it goes both ways, like... I, I will disagree with people, but you shouldn't deny them the platform and the right, ability the to say the, it. That's like the original Berkeley argument. The The First Amendment exists to protect the most heinous speech. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, like, I will agree with what you're saying, but I will agree with the fact that you should be protected to say you should be allowed to say it. Exactly. Jews rock! I think we can I all agree Jews. that Jews rock. <laughs> We do. That's when we should have dealt with this resolution. So we should have dealt with this resolution when Nick Fuentes met Trump. That's when we should have signed it. What? Was honored by I the mean, former Trump president is bad. and given a chance to have dinner with the former president at his home in Mar-a-Lago. By the way, Trump is like the most pro-Israel president we've had in the last 40 years. Yes, he was. He literally <laughs> said his fucking son-in-law to like fucking do business deals in Israel. And he made Jerusalem the capital. Like like Jared Kushner has like a fucking Yeah, like he made Jerusalem the capital. Fucking Jared Kushner has an Israeli citizenship if I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like or he has like a passport or something to go there. Like he made like he gave them so much money. Like what? Was honored by the former president and given a chance to have dinner with the former president at his home in Mar-a-Lago. That's when we should have dealt with this resolution. We should have taken up this resolution when Kanye West had did the honor of dinner with Donald Trump, the former president of the... This is a, this is a Democrat on C-SPAN in a congressional hearing. I know, talking about Kanye West. And Nick Fuentes. Kim Kardashian's ex-husband. Like, United States. we're talking about Kim Kardashian's ex-husband in, in, like, Congress. Like, think about that. This How resolution, ridiculous this is. when Kanye West had did the honor of dinner for with again, Donald okay. Trump, the former president of the United States, we should have taken up this resolution when Kai, our colleague, Mr. Gozar, and Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, <gasps> both at different times, joined Fuentes oh, yes. on stage. And in each case, after they were denounced for the anti-Semitic act of lending their authority to Mr. Fuentes, these individuals did not withdraw anything anti-Semitic. <laughs> that, that's my question well, if, the jewish if you remember the jewish space saying, lasers thing that turned out to be bullshit too she said space lasers she never said jewish that was just added in and then picked up on she's, no she's just a retard she's just a retard right nick fuentes is she's actually a fucking smart retard. she's a well i'm saying did they say anything <laughs> while they were on stage like anti-semitic because you can't no. label someone anti-semitic just because they're 
walking on stage with someone. Well, I'm going to get to that after this because look at what they've been doing to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I don't know if you followed that. We're going to get to that. Oh, he's married to Cheryl Hines. Do you know that blew my mind? He's married to Cheryl Hines, yeah, Larry which is Larry David's wife, wife yeah, and yeah. Curb and yeah. Curb. Your it blew my mind. What up, Vox in the chat? I got so fucking weirded out by that. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I I have but a lot yeah, to say no, on that. Let the, me get let me get through this clip. We'll come back to I just wanted, Cheryl Hines. I know. I just want to know, like, why they're labor like labeling these people as anti-Semitic, but like they're not doing. They don't say anything or. Uh, do anything like I have a, Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't I have go around like, on this. terrorizing Jews. No, I, I know, I know. It's just me I, ranting. I have theories on this. We'll get to them. I think you'll. Um, I think you'll okay. be. Imp- I think you'll I'll appreciate probably the agree. after they were denounced for the anti-Semitic act of lending their authority to Mr. Fuentes. These individuals did not uh, withdraw. Did not apologize, did not condemn (laughs) Mr. Fuentes. So we should take up this, we should believe in this resolution every day. And if we're going to allocate floor time, it should be. The fuck? Allocate? Take up this, we should believe in this resolution every day. And if we're going to allocate floor time, it should be when Holocaust deniers are honored by our colleagues and by the former president of the United States. So I will vote for this resolution today, but I will believe in this resolution 365 days each year, including those days in which certain others do something outrageous. I think that... What's the date on the clip? I think it was within less than a month, maybe a couple weeks after Kanye, Milo... Kanye, Milo, and and uh, Kanye had Trump or had dinner with Trump, and then shortly after that, they all went on Alex Jones show, or at least Fuentes and Kanye. Okay, did. so like a few months ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, like I like to get the context for every clip and all that. But since we we touched on, and feel free to pause this at any time because it's I got these next two clips are longer, but uh. So there was a censorship. Have you have you kept up with the anti-Semitism Kanye or not Kanye? The anti-Semitism. Let me start over. Have you kept up with the (laughs) anti-Semitism controversy regarding our Robert F. Kennedy Jr. current presidential? uh, Yes, I heard that uh, COVID was not supposed to target uh, like Jews and uh, what is it like black or Chinese people or something like that. Right. And if you watch the clip, that's not exactly or not even really at all what he no, said. No, that's the headline. That's like the yeah. headline like I read or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh there was a there was a separate hearing unrelated to that on censorship and how certain voices including doctors, uh lawyers, presidential candidates are being censored. Oh. So it was oh, a hearing talking about how censorship it was it was a it was a hearing headed was by Jim this Jordan. Week? This was this morning, I believe, was when this was happening. Oh, this morning by Jim Jordan. Oh, wow, Representative Jim Jordan. Okay, and uh, he was the he was the chairman or the head, whatever, of the censorship uh, hearing committee or whatever. The chairman of like the committee. Yeah, and uh, so this this is <laughs> uh, Debbie Watzerman Schultz. If you know, like the the sketchy. Oh Jesus! Broward County Christ. Democrat. Uh, I know the cunt. fucking Broward. She was like the fucking chair of like the fucking 
Democratic committee or some shit. Probably helped cover up the Parkland shooting. Probably helped cover up some other stuff that happened in Broward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, I know that she didn't want Bernie Sanders being the candidate, so she fucking completely fucking sandbacked him during that campaign for fucking Hillary Clinton. She was in the Clinton's pocket. Yeah. Uh, So (laughs) this is uh, her trying to grill Robert F. Kennedy Jr. here. Point of order pursuant to House Rule 11, Clause 2, which Mr. Kennedy is violative of, I move that we remove into executive session because Mr. Kennedy has repeatedly made despicable anti-Semitic. Sorry, what? Her voice is worse than mine. That is unbearable. (laughs) Could you imagine that in bed? Like, ah, ah, ah. (laughs) I couldn't imagine either one, to be honest with you. I feel really bad for RFK having to listen to that. (laughs) And that's saying a lot with his voice. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Chairman, we respectfully requested that you rescind Mr. Kennedy's invitation to be appear here due to his repeated and very recent statements. That I, let me just back up. Debbie Wasserman Schultz starts off her her opening statements by saying, <laughs> "I know that it, uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but yes, this is a censorship hearing about how censorship is bad." Yeah. But we repeatedly, yeah. respectfully requested that you do not allow Robert F. Kennedy Jr. into this hearing to testify. We don't want him. Yeah, we don't want, we want to censor him. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> the very hearing, it's a fucking clown circus. The very Thank hearing Mr. we're having about a something. Circus. It's a clown circus. It's a fucking circus. Like, come circus. on. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. It's Mr. Chairman, we respectfully monkey. requested that you rescind Mr. Kennedy's invitation to be appear here due to his repeated and very recent statements that spread dangerous anti-Semitic and anti-Asian conspiracy theories and attempted to move into executive session because House rules prohibit public testimony that degrades or defames people. His reckless rhetoric helped fuel anti-Semitic incidents, which for the record are at the highest level in the United States since 1970. They have nearly tripled in the last six years. Since you gave Mr. Kennedy a megaphone today, I want to give him a chance to correct his statements and prepare some of the harm that he's helped cause. Mr. Kennedy, you're well-educated. So yes or no, please. Are you aware that for centuries, Jews have been scapegoated and blamed for causing illnesses like Black Plague and more recently COVID? I am. Those are not as blood libel, and they are one of the worst and most disturbing parts of uh, human history. Good. I'm glad to know that, of course, that you, that you acknowledge that. Of course, it's true and well-documented that this pernicious form of anti-Semitism led to centuries of discrimination, even horrific pogroms and massacres, and it still fuels deadly violence today. Yet last week, you floated a baseless conspiracy theory that the coronavirus was bioengineered to target Caucasians and black people, but to spare Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese people. Mr. Kennedy, your bizarre, unproven claim echoes that same historic slander of labeling Jews and Chinese people as a race, and that Jews, and in this case Chinese people, somehow manage to avoid a deadly illness that targets other groups for death. You do see that, yes or no? You're misstating. No, 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 no. Uh, you I, are, quoted, I quoted what you said earlier, and it, it is directly what you said. So just ask me, uh, yes no, or no. I was, I was describing an NIH-funded study. No, 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 you didn't cite any. I was, as, I was describing an NIH-funded study by Cleveland Clinic Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. You did not you, reference. Reclaiming my time. Published in USC he, Medical, which is one mine. of... The time is mine. I'm reclaiming it. Please ask the witness to stop talking. You asked me a question. Reclaiming. I, let me, allow me to answer my question. Mr. Chairman, I'd like about 10 uh, seconds the back. Time, the time belongs. You are slandering me. Time belongs. Incorrectly. Time belongs. 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 Time bel
Time belongs to the gentlelady from Florida. Time belongs to the gentlelady from Florida. I'd like 15 seconds back. We will be happy to give you that. Thank you so much. You did not cite Wow, it's a fucking circus. See, it's a dog and pony show. Even Jim Jordan. cutting him off. Even Jim Jordan. I guess that, I mean, that is kind of how the rules work. Even Jim Jordan is literally saying no. But he's literally saying, like, you know, she, I'm giving her 15 seconds back right now. Yeah. Like, I'm going to let this bitch fucking continue spew her false fucking fat, her false lies and accusations and misinterpretation. Yeah. About 10 it's seconds. Wild. Time, you time are slandering me time incorrectly. To the, time belongs You're to saying is dishonest. Time belongs to the gentlelady from Florida. I'd like 15 seconds back. We will be happy to give you that. Thank you so much. You did not cite any study like you are citing here now during that conversation. You referenced no study at all. You simply labeled Jews and Chinese people as a race, and you also said that somehow they managed to avoid a deadly illness that targets other groups for death. You don't see that? You're trying to rewrite history here. Mr. Chairman, I have unanimous consent request. The gentleman from Kentucky is recognized for UC. I ask unanimous consent to introduce into the record a study that Mr. Kennedy just referenced, uh, new insights into genetic susceptibility of COVID-19. The main body said that they investigated genetic susceptibility to COVID-19 by examining DNA polymorphism in ACE2 and TMPRSS2. Those are receptors for COVID in 81,000 human genomes, and they found unique genetic susceptibility across different populations. I have another uh, document that I'd like to ask unanimous consent. Without objection. To submit, and this is uh, from the FDA, FDA review of efficacy and safety of Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. This is dated December 10th, 2020, and it shows that the uh, Pfizer trial and the USDA broke down the effectiveness of the vaccine into seven different racial categories because this was also a concern of theirs, and it would frankly be delinquent not to study the uh, the effects across the But Mr. Kennedy... But Mr. Kennedy, there's so much weird shit going on right now around Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I know earlier today um, they were calling uh, Bobby the op on no agenda. <laughs> uh, Bobby the op. Why? I, well, uh, because it's it, I think I think they're using him, whether he kind of like in the same way they used Trump and use Alex Jones, where it's like even if they're or use people like that right now. They're like, this guy's clearly getting a bunch of attention. If we can use him as a distraction, whether it's from the Biden stuff or use him as like, it's um, anything just like for any headline, any like kind of mass hysteria. I don't know. There's so much weird shit going on right now around him. Um, There is a no, there is a lot of weird shit. Uh, but um, yeah, R- RF- the RFK Jr. is making some waves. If I, I'm considering full disclosure registering as a Democrat for the first time in my life, just so I can vote for him in the primaries. But there's some weird stuff going on. I think him. that I think it'd be great. The CIA has the opportunity to have the best fucking reboot comeback joke of all time. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, you know, Cheryl Hines covered in Bobby's brains, you know, <laughs> and her ass in that vehicle. Fucking, fucking play the, the music reboot, again. You know, you literally have the credits roll while, like, uh, while yeah. the brains fly all over her face. That's like. <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, that should be the new season of Curb is Cheryl, like, marries Robbie. And so, she's just to do a Curb season on it. <laughs> and then kill him. So uh, Debbie Wasserman shits her pants shortly after this in the censorship hearing, <laughs> voted to censor the witness of the censorship hearing. One of order pursuant to House yeah. Rule 11, Clause 2, which Mr. Kennedy is violative of, I move that we remove into executive session because Mr. Kennedy has repeatedly made despicable anti-Semitic and anti-Asian comments as recently as last week. Rule 11, Clause 2 says, whenever it is asserted by a member of the committee that the evidence or testimony at a hearing may tend to defame, degrade, or incriminate any person, or it is asserted by a witness that the evidence or testimony that the witness would give at a hearing may tend to defame, degrade, or incriminate the witness, and it goes on. Mr. Kennedy, uh, among many other things, has said, I know a lot now about bioweapons. We put out hundreds of millions of dollars into ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there is an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races disproportionately. The races that are most immune to COVID-19 are... Is the lady making a motion or a speech? I've made a motion to move into executive session because Mr. Kennedy's testimony... Mr. Chairman, I move to table the motion. Gentleman from Kentucky has moved to table. Question is on the motion. Mr. Ch- Mr. On the Chairman, I ask for a roll call vote on the on the motion to table. Well, let me ask the question. The question is on the motion to table. The gentlelady has asked for a roll call vote. The clerk will will have to step back for a second. The clerk will have to come in. We'll call the roll on the motion to table, and then we can get back to testimony. Mr. Chairman, See, point of order. I'm not Gentleman from Louisiana, is it I'm the not custom of the- within this? What I'm not comfortable with in this is those are very. Um, transphobic terms they're using, like gentleman and gentle, gentle lady. Yeah. What a lady? What if I'm a gentle non-binary desi demigod or like? And what if I'm not gentle? What if I'm full of rage? What if I'm not gentle? What if I am a dob? What if I'm a like from the furry community? Like this is very outdated language. This is, mm-hmm. I mean, no, this I agree. Is on it's problematic. With Rowling. I'm not a fan. It's very problematic. I'm not a fan. I feel I feel offended by the language. If I'm going to be honest, yeah, I agree. It's, uh, they, I, yeah, very transphobic language by both um, Debbie Schitzer Pants and Jim Jordan. Debbie Schitzer viewpoints that we disagree with from witnesses. Mr. Chairman, I have That's a not motion. a point of I have order. A motion on the table. There's a motion and the vote's been called. We're waiting, for, we're waiting for the we're waiting for the clerks. Is violative of waiting Rule 11 clause 2. Waiting for the clerks. Clerk will call the roll. Mr. Jordan. Yes. Mr. Jordan votes yes. Mr. Issa. Mr. Massey. Yes, to not censor. Mr. Massey votes yes. So Mr. all Stewart the Republicans are defending votes, the yes. right Mr. of a longtime Democrat, yes. the right Mr. to speak. Votes, yes. Mr. Yeah. And then all the Democrats the come and vote Indiana. against the yes. Democrats' right They're to speak. They're defending a Kennedy. They're defending a Kennedy who embodied democratic and democracy values. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Like Bishop, JFK yes. wanted to dismantle Kama, secret yes. society. Kama they wanted votes, yes. to dismantle. But this, this kind of goes to what Scott Adams was saying uh, with like, or, or, or like No Agenda talks to Dimension A, Dimension B. Scott Adams talks about, but the whole country is watching the same movie or the same screen. Yeah. So the, the whole country is watching the same screen, but half the country is seeing one movie and one storyline and the other half sees other. This goes back to that same premise because uh, yeah. when, it is, when, yeah. when the people uh, that... Are with people half the country sees this happening or not? I'm I'm not saying half and half necessarily, but there's a certain per, per, per percentage of people that are going to watch this and say, "Oh, 
the Republicans care about free speech and letting him talk. And the Democrats are against the free speech, even though it's a Democrat they're censoring. They still want to censor him because they hate free speech. Meanwhile, there's another group of people here. They're they're just are looking at this and they're like, wow, this just proves that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is not a real Democrat because none of the Democrats like what he has to say. And they know he's like and really he's a Republican. I mean, like, but none of the it Democrats proves- probably wouldn't like what JFK has to say, though. Right. Like, like what JFK had to say, I'm but sure in, in nowadays, their, like progressive, like AOC wouldn't agree with him. In the Dimension B mindset of people that trust what the mainstream media says, they're looking at this and going, for them, this is proof positive that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is not to be trusted because even his only party doesn't like him. And the Republicans he's who are the not a Democrat. Guys, he's yeah. working for the Republicans. The Republicans yeah. do he's like on him. on the other so side. Yeah. A, yeah, exactly. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I hate this whole picking sides thing. It's fucking bonkers to me. This whole idea is just insane. I wanted to play mousetrap. You roll your dice, you move your mice, nobody gets hurt. Yes. Miss Kamak? Yes. Miss Kamak votes yes. Miss Hageman? Yes. Miss Hageman votes yes. Miss Poscott? No, I want to follow the rules that the Republicans made at the beginning of this uh, conference with these House rules, so no. Miss Poscott votes no. Mr. Lynch? No. Mr. Lynch votes no. Ms. Sanchez? No, because it's violative of the rules. Ms. Sanchez votes no. Ms. Wasserman Schultz? No to allowing a witness to degrade and this is not others time. and violate the rules and not have his testimony in degradation and amplified rather than given an executive session. Ms. Wasserman Schultz votes no. Mr. Connolly? No to the Soviet Politburo. Mr. Connolly votes no. Mr. Garamendi? No. Mr. Garamendi votes no. Mr. Allred? Ms. Garcia? No. Ms. Garcia votes no. Mr. Goldman? No to hate speech. Mr. Goldman votes no. <laughs> I like, no to hate speech. Yeah, and it, no to hate speech. And uh, by the way, the guy, the last guy there voting to censor Robert F. Kennedy Jr., just uh, what was his last name again? Barbara Smith, you could uh, refresh my memory on that. Let's hear it. You don't remember? No, no, let's hear it. Let me read it. Ms. Garcia? I'll give, you, I'll give you a hint. His last name included precious metals. Oh fuck! Oh, I don't know. Miss Garcia, no. Miss Garcia yeah. votes no. Mr. Goldman, no to hate speech. Mr. Goldman oh. votes no. <laughs> Goldman, no to hate speech. Okay, my yeah. bad, Goldman. And I was like, right. I was like, you're Jewish, right? Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually not. I'm, I'm raised Roman Catholic, but I, I have a great affinity for Jewish people in Israel. You're gay. That's what it. Sorry, what? <laughs> if you want a loan, just play those. Just play that audio. If you want a loan, just go to the bank and just play yeah. that audio. They'll open up the vaults for you. Uh, we we've been dealing with money for a long time. Uh, what should I? What should our family name be? I don't know. Uh, you're a man, and you have a lot of gold. Uh, Goldman. I love oh, it. Man. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I thought um, uh, once. Yeah, the whole. I but. Before they even tried to censor RFK Jr. earlier in the hearing, uh, this is a shorter clip. He uh, he pulls up, he holds up a letter, and he said, hundred and however many Democrats signed this letter, attempting to stop this censorship hearing, in which we're talking about presidential candidates and doctors and all these people being censored." And he said, hundred and however many Democrats signed an attempt to stop this hearing." An attempt to censor a censorship here. Oh, Jesus. And that Christ. is why the First Amendment's important. 
debate, congenial, respectful debate, is the, is the fertilizer, it's the water, it's the sunlight for our democracy. We need to be talking to each other. Now, there, this is a letter that many of you signed. Many of my fellow Democrats, I've spent my life in this party, I've devoted my life to the values of this party. There's 102 people signed this. This itself is evidence of the problem that this hearing was convened to address. This is an attempt to censor a censorship hearing. Exactly. <laughs> that's the most hypocritical thing. Like, that's like a bonkers. I mean, it's, it's, that goes against every oath. Like, I feel like they have to take when you become like to a, defend a, and uphold the constitution. Government or what? Yeah, to defend and uphold the constitution. You're trying to censor a censorship hearing. Like, you want this man censored no matter what. Like, you are literally going against the first fucking amendment of the document you swore to uphold and protect. Like, what? What? Shame on you. Shame ugh. on you. It's gross. Yeah. Ugh. Shame on you. Ugh. I hope you get fucking raped with a big dildo in your ass. <laughs> I mean, they'll pro- they're Democrats. So, they're Democrats, so never mind. <laughs> yeah, they'd like that. Yeah. Um, they'd like that. They'd, they'd, well, we talked about uh, like some it. fake anti-Semitism tonight. I have a big presentation here on what some would call real anti-Semitism. Would you like to get to that? Oh, how big is it? Hopefully big enough to where I can <laughs> squeeze it in my ass. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, let's, uh, I got my cutoff is like 11 in 20 minutes. Let's try to, bu- let's blast through it. Let's worst case scenario. I'll get through it myself through after some- you leave. No, let's get through uh, the real anti-Semitism. I mean, I don't like the whole anti-Semitism vibe. My Grammy is like rolling over in her grave right now. Yeah. Like, come on. Well, in case anybody's not aware of who Nick Fuentes is, Kimmel covered him uh, not too long ago. Nick Fuentes, yeah, I never heard of the guy, but he's a 24-year-old virgin who was one of those very fine people on both sides. Of- <laughs> that wasn't a joke. In Charlottesville. <laughs> He's one of these great replacement theory guys who says Jews and other minorities are trying to wipe out white culture. He's an election denier. He's an anti-vaxxer. He's all the bad things. But I think this more sounds like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Hmm? Anti-vaxxer and an anti-Semite. He's an election denier. He's an anti-vaxxer. He's all the bad things. But I think this more than anything sums this gentleman up. What, people calling me gay because I've never had a girlfriend? I think if anything, if anything, it makes me less gay. (laughs) Never having a girlfriend, never having sex with a woman, really makes you more heterosexual. Because honestly, dating women is gay. (laughs) Having sex with women is gay. No, it's not. And having sex with men is gay. And, and, you know, it's really, it's all gay. That's a little (laughs) different. I'm sorry, you were saying something, but I missed it. Say it again. No, I was gonna say that's the little def- definition of homosexuality is having sex with men. Like that. Yeah, well, yeah, but what's gayer, but dating women or women. having sex with men? I'd say I agree with Fuentes on this. I think it's about the same. No. So you think like fucking a woman's vagina, a pussy, is more is gay? Is that what you're saying? I agree with this just because I think it's funny. So I'll caveat it with but that. Do you actually? Okay, that's just I, I think I think spending like, time I think spe- I, so I think virgin. I think it is I think 
anal sex with a man is equally as gay as spending time with a woman and dealing with her bullshit. Oh my god. <laughs> gay. I just play the clip. And having sex with men is gay. And then, you know, it's really, it's all gay. <laughs> that was the Christmas episode, by the way. Fuentes literally does have an nativity scene in front of him while he's talking in this clip Kimmel's playing. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that was the Christmas episode, by the way. He, Fuentes made a statement today saying Trump didn't know who he was and he didn't mean to bring any negative attention. Look, you know it's a bad sign when Kanye is only the third most controversial person at your dinner table, okay? <laughs> I just realized I forgot oh, to do something. that's a great joke. I just got to do something. I just realized I forgot to do something. Okay, you ready for this? People what? didn't think it was real. Yeah. People didn't think it was real. Uh, when Carl from Who Are These Podcasts on, was on Let Larry Show and NetNet, I announced that Gix, the producer, was helping me rig a dog collar, a shock dog collar up with software that he he made with a bubble wrap. For what? For who? For me to wear because I'm tired of saying like on the podcast. No way. You're going to put it on right now. So it's going to be a voice activated shock dog collar. I'll have to set it up still for but hopefully by the next show. Listen to that bubble wrap. That's beautiful. Okay, because I need to hear. I would love to have you wear I am going to wear to next episode. I will be, hopefully by then, I have to set it up with a Python script or something. I am going to wear a shock dog collar. And it will be That's voice really activated fun. by the word like because I'm tired of saying the word like. And when oh, NetNet and Larry and Carl from Who's Podcast were on, I don't think people believe me. But Gix has helped me, by the love out of his own heart, set this up. And uh, I'm, I'm unwrapping as we. I can't. I can't get. To, I can't get through all this tape right now. But I, I just for the first time took it out of the box. So just know that is coming. Oh, because yeah, I've been tired that. of how much. How much on a scale of one to ten? How much have I said like tonight? I feel like I'm getting better, but not good enough. You're getting better. It used to be worse. It used to be worse, but you're getting right? better. Yeah. So, but the next yeah. time I'm gonna have a. Every time I say it, I'll get shocked by a dog color, and I'm told this dog color is pretty intense. So that'll be a good. Uh, Can you use it for like sexual purposes? I mean, I was going to be jerking off the whole show regardless, so. <laughs> no, I, I don't go. know. I, I, there I just, we go. And that's my phone. I, yeah. Um, do you but mind anyways, if we I didn't uh, to, wrap it up soon? Yes. Can we, uh, let me, let me, let me plow through this year. No, no, let's go through this last clip. But yeah, just like by around 11, if that's okay. I love. have a lot more to get to, so I'll probably let you go and then continue. Okay. That's okay. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You I I, I dilly dallied really too long talk, contemplating things. Um, it's all good. Let's let's go through it. You know what? Let me let me just. I'll come back to Nick Fuentes. How about that? After you leave. No, we can go. I'm. I'm. We can go through all these. Because I have some bones to dumbass. pick. You have bones. Ooh, you have bones to pick. I have some bones to pick before we. I'll come back to Nick Fuentes after you leave. I have some bones to pick. Okay. Okay. Okay, what bones do we have to pick? Uh, first of all, Brendan Walsh, one of my favorite stand-up comedians. This clip was sent to me recently. I mean, why don't... How about... What if we just created our own YouTube site for uh, for podcasters who are doing interesting podcasts? Well, that would Get be a podcast network, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, it seems like it's We could easy. call it Bitch-Ass Network. It seems like it's easy to do. <laughs> Bitch-Ass Network, that's fine. 
I don't know why I like saying. I mean, a guy. I did a podcast, Abs and a Six Pack. It's called. I haven't listened to it. I don't know. The guy was very pleasant, though. Uh, very pleasant. You hear that, Vox? Six very Pack. It's called. Though. Yeah. I haven't listened to it. I don't know. The guy was very pleasant, though. Um, very and pleasant. he, as a gift for me doing the podcast, bought the domain name pissmyshit.com and connected it to the Patreon. Awesome. So if you go to piss yeah. my shit, I think it's piss my shit. Let me check. It's not. That's what I say. <laughs> piss my shit. Dude, com. I could yeah, inspire. Like- it's piss your shit. Dot com. I got I got Brendan Walsh the the URL piss your shit. Dot com, which is what they say on the show all the time. It's piss your shit. Dot com. And like he spends all his time going to piss my shit. Dot com or shit, shit my piss. Dot com. And, he, yeah. and he's like, oh, I guess you only bought the domain for one day. No, motherfucker. The domain is still up. Piss your shit. <laughs> oh, you got com. a bone to pick it to the Patreon. Wait, let's pull it up. I want to awesome. So if you go to piss my shit, I think it's piss my shit. Let me check. It's piss your shit. That's what I say. Yeah. Piss your piss shit. shit. Dude, I could inspire like a cultural oh, no. revolution. Shit my piss? Oh no. I need to get No, piss my shit. I thought he bought piss my shit. Maybe he just oh, did yeah, it. Oh yeah, maybe it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just did the pot. Maybe only. Did you hear that? Maybe he only bought it for a day. No, I've been paying for it for two years. Okay. No, piss my shit. I thought no, he bought I piss see. my shit. Maybe he just did it. Maybe uh, it doesn't for work anymore. Day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just did the pod. Maybe he only did it for a month or something. Oh well, never mind. Worldrecordpodcast.com is the site to go to. Or piss your shit. That has everything. Videos. I, I see. Yeah. The I got to get the B man back on just to correct the record on this because his you listeners. You got to settle this beef. You got to uh, like squash this beef, man. All these fucking Gen Xers, dude. Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> calling uh, calling the aquarium about their fat mermaids. Hey, uh, sir seat sitter of shitmyass.com here. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> sir seat sitter of shitmyass.com. That he represents that. This is Dick Masterson. Excellent. <laughs> shitmyass.com. Shitmyass.com. Is that like... Like shit, my ass. Like something happened to it, or just shit my ass. Like I'm shitting my ass off here. Like, uh, let's see, shit my ass. I got oh, an IBS flare up. Um, doesn't exist. <clears throat> yeah, get new hosting, bud. Yeah, it does exist. It redirects to abs6pack.com. Doesn't exist. Get new hosting. Fuck you. What is it with these guys not having to know to type in a goddamn URL? It's three words. Your shit, your pit. No, I now I'm fucking it up. Pissyourshit.com or shitmyass.com. Use the keyboard, type it in. Fuck you guys. No, I'm yeah. just kidding, but still at the same like, time. Use it's your a, fingers, type it in. Oh, yeah. the URL like, no, doesn't work. Hard, I guess it's not a user error. It's really not that My hard. My ass, like, like something really happened to not it? That hard. It's yeah. not. I'm getting pissed. Just I'm pissing my shit. It's I'm pissing my shit and shit my ass just thinking about this. Or just shit my, shit my ass. Like I'm shitting my ass off here. Like uh, <laughs> let's see, shit my ass. I see oh, you're shitting your ass off. Um, doesn't exist. <clears throat> you're shitting your ass yeah. off. Yeah, get new hosting, bud. Doesn't exist. I will play this though because uh, this is a, a call from last episode, and uh, I think Dick and Sean did get a big kick out of this. So I'll, I'll play this, and then we'll. Uh, and then we'll wrap it up, and I'll talk about Nick Fuentes by myself. Maybe have somebody call in and talk about it with me. All right, sounds good. 
You played my voicemail last episode about me taking my son to the aquarium and him seeing a mermaid exhibit with fat mermaids. Uh, John breaks bad news. Uh, Lavish and myself called that aquarium about it. The audio attached is that call. Oh, oh my God. You want to listen to this call? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay. Calling the mermaid. The fat Shut up, mermaid. fat dog. All right. Hi. Can I help you? Oh, she's like uh, Yeah, we're a couple of homeschool parents, and we took our kids, unfortunately, uh, saw that mermaid, um, the mermaid shows you guys do there. And uh, and uh, my son is, at, he's he's almost two years old, and he's actually still, like, been crying and really, and, like, kind of terrified about how fat those mermaids were. So I was wondering, um, is there, like, a somebody in particular I complain to about that? or? He was upset because the mermaids were what? Uh, <laughs> <piece. laughs> Click. Um, I can oh, pass on the message to our the um, operator that does like the mermaids. Okay. She's on vacation right now, um, oh. so I don't know how quickly the issue will get solved. And talk to her about it. Well, I'm not looking to get anybody in trouble. Maybe it's like okay. you could put a warning before the show and say, like, warning, these it's triggering. It's definitely just like maybe just kind of like you know how like, you put that on a pack of cigarettes oh like may cause lung cancer. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I think is that yeah. I don't know. I, is oh. I mean there might be a better solution, but that's probably the first one that comes to mind for me. Just to so know other kids are traumatized or anything. Oh, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Like a sign or something. Yeah, just like a sign that warns you before you walk in. A warning. Big okay. fat mermaids <laughs> are here. Okay. Well, John breaks bad news. We're just plus what sized or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, maybe not such harsh language. These these mermaids are plus size. That's probably a better way to put it. Warning. Trying to like, yeah. Yeah. These mermaids are whales. (laughs) (laughs) To stick with the theme of the aquarium. Oh yeah, that's good because that actually would fit within aquarium. But they don't have whales at at the at this aquarium though. Yeah, Yeah, but they're they're aquatic. It's cool. I can't believe anymore. She's still on. Our kids were terrified. Yeah, those kids. Our kids having a conversation. Extremely traumatized. Okay. You think maybe you could like not supply meals for them? <laughs> maybe just pay them a little bit more and not not do. Like, I don't know uh, if this is legit people. or if you're just like prank calling right now. <laughs> if this is a legit complaint, like I'm sorry, but I'm not going to put up a sign that says we have fat mermaids in the aquarium. When <laughs> um, so I'm just going to go ahead and hang up because I don't know if this is fake or not, and it's really starting to aggravate me. Um, but have a good night. Oh, hey, love you. oh my god! <laughs> I think that was one you of the mermaids it. on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> they sent us to the mermaid department for real. She lost it. He was less. I'm not even like. Ha, uh, thank you guys. Yeah. Um, you know, how many times have you been on a phone call where there's multiple people talking to each other? Right. Well, on that's, the call. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you outside of a no, comedy the, sh- podcast? Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, oh, very God. good. I don't know if this is a real call, but I am not Hilarious. putting up a sign yeah. that says "fat mermaids." I just have to reiterate that thank you, Dick, for playing that call on your show, and thank you for thinking it was even funnier oh, than I thought hilarious. it was. But fuck you, shipmyass.com does work. 
And uh, if anybody listening to this show ever says, hey, I typed it in, it's not working, let me know immediately so I don't look like a jackass down the road. How about that? Can we do that? Is that a thing we can do? Thank you, people. Barbs! I love you. What do you you got going on? Barbs versus the world on TikTok, YouTube. Sorry for the rant. I got my TikTok, I got my YouTube. No, I get it. You're justified. You got justified Nick, in Nick Fuentes, ISO here for you. Oh, wait a second. Nick Fuentes, you're banned from TikTok, Reddit, Discord, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You're only banned from YouTube, though, I guess. No, I'm only banned off Twitter. Twitter. I don't know why I said YouTube. Um, Sorry, let me try it again. Oh, wait a second. Nick yeah. Fuentes, you're banned from TikTok, Reddit, Discord, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You're only banned from Twitter, though, I guess. See, I did it right that time. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess me and him have that in common. But yeah, follow me on uh, TikTok. Follow me on YouTube. Barbs versus, uh, Barbs the, versus world, the world, VS. And if you find my Reddit, T-H-E-W-R-L-D. Yes, I think that's correct. Yes. I, good, I hope it um, was. If you, if you can find my Reddit, then uh, yeah, feel free to follow, follow me, but I'm not telling you that screen name, or I'm not telling you that username, so have fun, guys, searching for that one. Hmm, why um, wouldn't you tell us that? I'm scratching my chin right now. Yeah, you know, you can keep scratching all you want. <laughs> So I'm going to leave it at, but thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I understand. I completely understand not wanting to dive down the Nick Fuentes rabbit hole. So that's okay. Yeah. That's some, that's a conversation I'm going to remove myself from. Yeah. I don't blame you on that. But I'm a little bit more biased than you are. As Kurt Metzger said, uh, they used to call going down the rabbit hole reading at a library, you know, so Okay, fair. Fair. <laughs> that does makes no sense whatsoever, but cool. Mm, I, I'll probably cool. just have another Jew call, Jew call in for the uh, for this part of it after you leave. Get another Jew, yeah. Yeah, I'll get a different Jew. Another Jew. Jew a different, a probably, the Jew won't probably be as cool, but he'll probably be more like clearly a Jew. And it definitely won't be me sit, yeah. just moving back and forth from one side to the other of a microphone doing a Jew voice. Certainly not. <laughs> well, I got to listen to that tomorrow. Um, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Barbs, I will talk to you soon. I love you. You're an MVP thank of the show. You You're welcome listening. anytime. Um, thank you. I thank you for everyone listening on the live stream. Thank you all so much. Thank you for having me on. And uh, yeah, hopefully we get a uh, call back Lavender and some of these other casting agencies, I guess. Hell yeah! Day. Yeah, next time when and it's not so late, we'll uh, we'll maybe revisit uncircumcised, that. Uncircumcised, uncircumcised <laughs> hosts. <laughs> Fuck yeah! No, we want you know. we want we want them not. We want them to be circumcised. I think was the thing. We yeah. want them. Yes. Oh god. Oh well. I guess I got something else on my mind then. My bad. Ugh. <laughs> Anything else, Barb? <laughs> Anything else you want to shout out before you get out of here? Mm, that's pretty much it. That's all. Thank you for having me on. That's it. Thank you. All right. Bye. Love you. Have fun with your. Uh, bye. Love you. Irritable butt syndrome or whatever you said. Yeah. <laughs> Shitmyass.com. 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 Phone lines open if anybody wants to call in. That's uh, it's going to be 865 465. Six two seven one eight six five four six five six two seven one. I'm going to keep going through these clips here. 
because I have some thoughts on this. Uh, <clears throat> Vito Giswaldi, who's been on this show and is the co-host of The Biggest Problem in the Universe with Dick Masterson, who you just heard listen to The Mermaid Call, uh, it was kind of at the he, he was kind of the cause of this controversy with Fuentes. So what he did is he was on Cozy or he was on Rumble while it was simulcasting to Cozy.tv and Rumble. Nick Fuentes' speech had a bunch of K words and J words and anti-Semitism in the chat of the speech that was streamed live that Fuentes was doing in front of a large crowd with a very bizarre green screen in the background. Where, to be fair. To be fair to the critics of this speech, there was bullets and knives and lots of guns being fired in the background of the green screen at certain times where he was talking about a holy war, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. But I can understand why this is not a good thing, uh, especially if you're rumble. But uh, this is Fuentes talking about the controversy behind his speech. He deliberately, even though Vito was the originator of getting this banned because what happened, let me just give you a little background. Vito just while screenshotted this with the anti-Semitic chat and posted a clip and tagged rumble and said, Nick Fuentes is live on rumble right now inciting violence against the Jewish community in which Ian miles Chong quote tweeted that. And then Elon Musk replied with a bunch of exclamation points. And then rumble as far as I know, was the first time they took down a uh, stream that was not an illegal stream, meaning it was there was nothing in it that violated law, federal law. Um, but yeah, without being said, there this is Nick Fuentes talking about. With that being said, without being said, there was a little bit of a wrinkle that was introduced, which is this: I noticed that something was amiss. So on Sunday, I streamed the rally on Rumble, and it got a lot of attention. And somebody quote-tweeted the rally. They took a screenshot of the rally, and they quote-tweeted it on Twitter, and they said, Nick Fuentes is giving an anti-Semitic speech to 5,000 people on Rumble right now. It peaked at about 6,500, 7,000, and we had, I think, 10,000 on Cozy. So it was a pretty big turnout. In any case... It was Ian Miles Chong, who's an ally of Elon Musk. Ian Miles Chong, who's the number one conservative Twitter account on Twitter, and this is not me saying this, this is statistically true. Ian Miles Chong on Elon Musk's Twitter is the number one conservative user. He's an ally of Elon Musk. He's been an ally of Elon Musk. Ian Miles Chong quote tweeted that and said, Nick Fuentes is giving an anti-Semitic speech to 5,000 people on Rumble, basically calling for me to be censored. Elon Musk replied to the tweet with exclamation points. He got ratioed. He got ratioed by Elijah Schaefer, by Keith Woods, by Sneeko, by others. People that said you Fucking say you want to protect free speech, but now it seems you're calling for Nick Fuentes to be banned on Rumble. Well, now here we are three days later, and I made a big stink last night. I said Rumble censored me, and I made a big, I made a big scene about it. And today, Ian Miles Chong is saying that Rumble doesn't have free speech, that they shouldn't have removed the speech. So I said, hang on a second. So three days ago, Ian Miles Chong, the number one conservative influencer on Twitter, thanks to Elon Musk, his ally, 
and Miles Chong with Elon Musk. Hello? Caller, are you there? Oh, I muted myself. <laughs> Hey, hello, caller. You're on the air. Ian Miles Chong. That was the bit I did earlier, but I was muted. How you doing? Good. How about yourself? I'm pretty good. What do you think of this, caller? What do you think of this Nick Fuentes controversy? Uh, Two of the four main people wrapped up in the controversy right now have been on this very show, uh, but that's not Nick Fuentes and Elon Musk. I guess it'd be two of the five, really. Um, um, have you followed this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yeah, the, uh, the cliff notes. Just catch me up. I missed uh, the first. Part so Peter Justwaldi, co-host with Dick Masterson of Biggest Problem in the Universe, uh, he he took a screen grab from Rumble, uh, which was also being simulcast to Cozy.tv, which is Nick Fuentes' streaming site of all the anti-Semitism going on. On this stream, Nick Fuentes was live streaming, but he was in front of a live audience as well of about 600 people, I believe. And he was talking about the holy war against the Jews. But he also in the green screen behind him on the or not green screen, but the screen behind him on the stage. When he would talk about the holy war, there would be guns and ammo and knives, a lot of rounds being fired off on the video. And then when you talk about Jesus, there'd be like angel wings and stuff. So it was definitely, you know, I wouldn't say it was a call to violence. I would say it was. What he was doing, in my opinion, was tongue-in-cheek because he pointed out the Talmud is the only religious text that is still followed to this day that calls for violence against Gentiles. Um, But at the same time, I don't think we need a Christian ethno-state, which he seems to believe. But he is funny and makes me laugh, so I give him a pass. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, What can you do? (laughs) (laughs) So... Anyways, Vito quote tweeted that Elon Miles Chong or, or sorry, screenshotted the thing, called attention to it. Elon Miles Chong, who's big on Twitter, yeah. uh, put uh, quoted that. And then Elon Musk replied to that, causing this whole big controversy. Rumble censored the first live stream that wasn't an illegal live stream, as far as I know, in their history. So it's been this whole thing. And this is Nick Fuentes' take on that that I'm playing now. Does that make sense so far, Colin? Yes, uh, this is. A story as old as time. I, my immediate thoughts right out the gate, I still, in stories like this, only bolster my feelings of insufferability that I have towards, and I will say it, these people. Um, Are you talking about uh, hosting platforms that aren't on the podcasting 2.0 train, or are you talking about Jews? I'm talking about about Fuentes, not involved, but I. I have the same sentiment towards the Crowder types. The when you said the these people, types. I think it's important to clarify that you did not mean the Jews. <laughs> that's why. That's why I always take time to to announce it. I'm going to say it, and I mean these people because you know, like I'm really trying to shy away from the generalizations. But I think we can all generalize this one time and play the jingle. okay to generalize when it's in a positive way caller um (laughs) the other thing too is i mean it was only a matter of time until rumble did it to somebody and it makes no uh it is it is of no surprise that fuentes is the one that got the first shot from them in that regards and holy fuck i can't believe they did this how can they keep getting away with it this blows my mind what uh 
Really? Yeah. Is this is this what? It, it, are we just gonna fucking do a repeat of the same season we just watched and, and pretend that this is breaking new ground? That this is somehow uh, an outrage? Yeah, I agree. It's um. Well, I, let me let me continue with Fuentes' thoughts on this because I I'm I'm a fan of his in the same way I'm a fan of um, who would be a good example. Uh, I'm a fan of his in the same way I'm a fan of <clears throat> Darth v- not Darth Vader who's who's like a, <laughs> uh, like a there, it's like it's a certain uh, uh, who's I'm trying to think of a good. A good example, but Darth Vader is the only one coming to mind. It's like basically like the anti-hero. He's basically you're like, man, I respect, even though I don't, Here's- I don't agree with everything this guy says. Yeah, I put him in the same category as Owen Benjamin, maybe, where it's like this guy has fucking balls, and not only does he have balls, but he has balls enough to not back down to the point where they have taken his fucking bank account, his livelihood, and he has not stopped. I was going to say as a suggestion, the people that go out there and get the death eater tattoos from (laughs) Harry Potter, because that's essentially the Nazi regime uh, of the Harry Potter book series. And here's a bunch of people getting that tattoo emblem on their arm or like Uh, people that get a Prince Albert or tattooed their eyeballs. I mean, it's like it's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. I would never do this. I would never do what Nick Fuentes is doing but I'm glad somebody's doing it. Does that make sense? <laughs> just, to, just to see what happens for the yeah. fuck of it. <laughs> Ian Miles Chong with Elon Musk called for that speech to be banned on Rumble. Three days later... Oh, I'm sorry. It is kind of interesting that he goes out of his way, even though he, sh- he goes out of his way, Fuentes does, to not bring up Vito Giswaldi. That's the one that took the first screenshot? Yeah, and Vito's been on this show, um, but Vito's also Nick the Rat invited him on. I think Vito's going to be on Nick the Rat soon, which, by the way, I think you and Lavish are also going to be on there soon. Um, Oh, man. We're like fucking two, but, two degrees, three degrees separated from this. Yeah, shit. but shout out, shout out to Vito. He's uh, he's got his comic Super Killer is coming out, and that's uh, I, I'm excited for that. I got the pre order. Uh, the inventor of tentacle porn wrote the uh, or drew the third edition cover, the third uh, wow. of that uh, of that comic book. That's going to be good. Super killer. But yeah, Vito Vito's a real controversial figure, but I had a really good time with him when he was on. Mm. Um, he's really he's he's fun. But all fat guys are fun, right? I think that's how it works. Wait, do I sound like shit to you by chance? I I don't know what you're talking about. No, you sound fun. Does you that sound, sound better, better than the guest that just got off the call? <laughs> <sighs> I don't even know how I'm hearing you right now. What's going on here? Anyways, let's uh, let's do do the clip. When the speech is banned on Rumble, he. Again, ally of Elon Musk flips on a dime and says, why is Rumble censoring free speech? Why is Rumble going against their commitment to free speech? So what do you think happened? Ian Miles Chong, who has never been a friend of mine, who has attacked me for years specifically, do you think that he had a change of heart? Do you think that he had an epiphany? Or do you think this is a classic case of Saul Alinsky holding your enemy to their own standard to destroy them, perhaps on behalf of somebody else? 
<gasps> Who's the somebody else he's talking about? Dun, dun, dun. I think we can all read between the lines there probably, right? Because that is what it sounds like to me. And I don't know how you get any better proof than this. Ian Miles Chong, it's the same speech. We're not talking about my channel. We're talking about that speech. Three days ago, the, that very video, he said it should be taken down. It's anti-Semitic. How could they let him have a platform there? Days later, he says, wow, why did Rumble delete the speech? I thought Rumble was for free speech. How could they do that? So unless Ian Miles Chong had an epiphany about me and my rights and free speech and all of that, then it looks it? actually like he has some alternative. Yeah. His fucking concept of rights and free speech does not exist if he's taking his content to a platform. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think it's more about the, I think his argument is it's the principle of it. Because Ian Miles Chong is always anti-censorship except in this instance. You know the the definition of insanity? Uh, it's going, hitting the power button off Ralph Nader. Trying the same <laughs> thing same thing over and over again with expecting different results. Expecting different results, exactly. Nick yeah. Pointis is an insane person. Well, I mean, you have to be to go up against the Jews. Your motive, which is to destroy Rumble. And so that's why I actually have to call everybody off and say, I've resolved it with Rumble. Rumble explained it to me. My people talked to Rumble. And I'm not happy that the speech got taken down. I don't like it. And clearly it's because they were pressured. But they were pressured because people are trying to destroy Rumble because I'm even there. <laughs> me being on Rumble and being on Fresh and Fit and being on Sneeko and being on Leafy and having my show on there by itself makes Rumble a target. You know how earlier Nick Fuentes was that clip of him on Jimmy Kimmel saying it's gay to date women or have sex with women? Mm -hmm. I mean, I jokingly, I agree with that. But you know what's really gay? <laughs> uh, being on Rumble. Subjecting yourself to this shit. My speech yes. is being used as an opportunity to destroy Rumble because they're either going to force Rumble to accept the speech and live up to their commitment, in which case they could be a candidate for big problems. Like, I don't want to get specific, but deft political actors understand the consequences if something like that, which could be considered incitement, is allowed on that platform. It could have major ramifications for Rumble. And so they're either pressing Rumble to accept the speech and some very significant practical consequences, or they are destroying Rumble's credibility. Rumble does what they have to do. They remove the speech, and then they can say that Rumble's being hypocrites. But it seems as though my speech is being used as a wedge. And I will tell you right now, I will not be used as a wedge. Now that I know what's going on, I will not be used as a wedge and neither should any of the Groypers. <laughs> Groypers. <laughs> oh, king of the Groypers. I guess he started the Groyper movement. Um, but I, I think he's right about what he's saying. If Rumble is actually a quote-unquote threat to YouTube or whatever, it kind of makes sense. It's like Because it's a it's a win-win scenario. Uh, so it's if we're trying to take down Rumble because Rumble's our competition, we 
draw attention to a problematic thing on Rumble. And if Rumble doesn't take it down, then you can get boycotts of Rumble going and, you know, all kinds of shit going there. And if Rumble does take it down, then you can use the angle, oh, I guess they're not really a free speech platform. So it's a win-win scenario if you're anti-Rumble. And I think that's what Fuentes is trying to say. If Rumble didn't pull it down next, they would go to Stripe. They would go to MasterCard, American mm-hmm. uh, American Express, whatever. Well, that's already All happened the- to Nick. Fuentes. You know, I'm, talking, I'm talking specifically through Rumble. Let's say it's oh, not you're Nick. Saying, yeah. Let's say some other asshole. You know, if Rumble didn't do anything about it, it would then come from the payment systems. I mean, yeah. come on. Yep. I, as far as being banned from being a merchant of bank accounts, I think Fuentes is maybe even above Dick Masterson and Alex Jones when it comes to like MasterCard and Bank of America saying you're not even or like you're not allowed to even have bank accounts with us, um, no. which is pretty crazy. It's like through some kind of terrorism law that they do that with. Um, uh yeah, threat to society, some kind of weird law. I have to look into it again, but they've done that to only a handful of people. Uh, Andrew Tate, Alex Jones, Dick Masterson, Nick Fuentes, Kanye West, except Chase Bank was the only one that did that to Kanye. It wasn't like a ballpark or a, a broad blanket thing. But yeah, I, I mean, mean, you did, really have to. Yeah, there's this. They did it to a country. They did it to well, something as big as Russia. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right there. I'm going to say. I want to say it. These people don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, since you just heard Fuentes talk a lot about his speech and the backlash against it, do you want to hear a clip of Fuentes' speech edited and posted by Right Wing Watch so it is taken definitely in the worst context possible? I love it. We need to eradicate. And keep in mind, at certain parts of this speech, in the screen behind him, there, like I said, there is just shells of ammo casings, explosions. <laughs> I mean, he knew what he, he's a troll. He knows what he's doing. If the Pepe the Frog meme was a person, like, it would be Nick Fuentes. Like, he's very tongue-in-cheek. But also, I do understand the opposite side of it, where it's like, if you're dancing, if you're hugging the line of calls to violence, even if it's even if you're not necessarily meaning it that way, you know, it can be interpreted that way. And you could call it satire because it's like, Oh yeah, the Talmud and the Jewish religion call for the death of Gentiles. And this is what like many of the main Jewish rabbis like outwardly speak. But if you're trying to fight fire with fire, you can only do satire to the point where you're actually calling for violence. Like when South Park was doing the episodes, making fun of how you're not allowed to, draw Muhammad or make fun of Muhammad. They didn't say like, we should kill people that believe you're not allowed to draw Muhammad. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this is right wing watch, uh, right wing watches cut of his clip. So it's basically all the worst parts of the clip or, or the worst parts of the speech out of context. And it looks a lot worse when there's machine guns being fired in the background of the green screen behind him. We need to eradicate Jewish stranglehold over the United States of America. That's perfect. We love everybody, but ideas matter. Religion matters. We need Christians running America, not Jews. Word is getting out 
that we gotta get rid of Jewish power in America. This- Are you starting to see why this guy was running Kanye's campaign for a little bit there? It's he. <laughs> By the way, is he is younger than us. Cogn- he is 24 years old. He is fully cognizant that that outrage hype is a powerful mechanism. Oh, he's he's harnessing it. Yeah, he's harnessing. He's he he's um he's like the guy. What's the guy in uh, Doctor Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb or whatever? The guy mm-hmm. riding the nuke down to the ground. He's straddled. <laughs> he he he's he's uh he's he's able to straddle, kind of like what Kanye does and like what Trump did, just create an, a nuclear blast and just harness that blast and try to channel it channel that energy into your energy and hope that it doesn't explode you with it. Does that make sense? Because it's, Uh, it's easy to get attention by doing what he's doing. Is that your mm -hmm. point? Maybe I'm misunderstanding. Well, okay. So in terms of getting the people there, listening in person or on the streams hyped. I think he obviously has no uh, issues going hard, but he's also, he has to realize that just getting this amount of public scorn is still attention. It's still getting people to come out there like, Oh, what is, you know, what is it about this guy? It's like, you know, infamy is infamy. And there's an appeal to being the heel. Exactly. So I think to and it, I think for people to it's almost empowering to continue to uh, I guess deny him of these services. I guess in a way. You're t- you're saying it would ma- it would make him a martyr almost. It would just yeah. He's. I feel like that maybe martyr is the right word. I feel like he is a dude that is actively seeking out martyrdom. He wants this to happen to him, and I think that, uh, or I should say, it sounds like just based off of the <laughs> the super cut up out of context clip. Um, you know, shock sells. Yeah, like I think he's going to be president in 10 years. Oh. I think he'll be president or at least Kanye's VP. Uh, I mean, the only other thing that I was going to, uh, I guess, kind of reference was Marilyn Manson ripping up the Bible in half. You know, it's shocking. It's yeah. provoking. Oh, my God. Like, but nowadays, and OK, let me piggyback off what you just said. Back then, it was shocking to rip the Bible in half. Mm-hmm. Now. It's shocking to do what Fuentes is doing, which is make the Bible front and center and be all about the Bible to a literal oomph degree. Because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is a Christian nation. It should be. I mean, he's like a, he's a Christian nationalist in every sense of the term. Which I don't agree with it, uh, especially since I don't identify as a Christian. But there's something it's like it's. I've always been this way, and I think I've been pretty public about this. If you if you're funny and you can make me laugh, a and b, you just don't give a fuck 
I I just immediately gained so much respect for you. It's the same reason I love Louis Lou Farrakhan. It's the same reason I love like old school Snoop Dogg. It's the same reason why fucking George Carlin and Bill Hicks are two of my favorite stand-ups. It's the not give a fuckingness. It's the I don't care whose to- toes I step on. That's the shit I love. Whether I agree with you or not. Um but yeah, I I don't condone Nick Fuentes and what he says. But I'd probably still vote for him like I did Kanye. They've done everything they can to stop it. They've censored, they've killed, canceled, blacklisted. But we are here to say that America is not a Jewish nation. America is a Christian nation. Christ is king. Christ is king. Christ is king. Now, this is this part Uh, I thought was really fucking funny because if you listen to the Christ is king chant, like they all cut off pretty much at the same time, except for one guy who didn't get the memo and just yells it by himself. Christ is king. If Christ is the king of the world, then Christ must be king in America. Must be the king of America. I know that we're going to win because unlike our opposition, we are actually willing to die for what we believe in. Thing is, though, we're not going to. We're in a holy war, and I will tell you this. Because we're willing to die in the holy war, we will make them die in the holy war. And they will go down. We have God on our side, and they will go down with their satanic master. They have no future in America the enemies of Christ have no future in this world. Yeah, so uh, that's the right-wing watch cut of the Fuentes speech. It really doesn't do it justice if you don't see the background. Honestly, the background really makes me be like, okay, some of this is funny. And then it's like the threats to violence really get like, <laughs> they really get hammered home when you <laughs> see a bunch of shells of <laughs> automatic weapons hitting the ground and like... <laughs> Shit like that's like this is like he he's basically like the fucking Joker from the Dark Knight, dude. It's straight like Heath Ledger shit. Um Yeah. My brain isn't fucking working. (laughs) I don't don't have funny, I don't have any uh holy war clips. Oh man. I I didn't think the pack this one yeah uh yeah this i I don't know because like i i sorry go ahead the the crisis king super chat that was a that was a not a cringe i was necessarily prepared for tonight i don't i don't like that outcome either i just yeah the whole thing is just 
Nick Fuentes is, like I said, he makes me laugh. I appreciate his balls. Like it takes real balls to just have your complete like life destroyed, deal with death threats and bank accounts being shut down and still just not stop at all. But I don't really want the American future he wants where porn is outlawed and uh, I don't know, all kinds of crazy shit that he wants. You know what he is? He's Funny. an asco. He, in certain senses, he's an asco. Yes, assholes. Yeah. Shout out Larry, asshole seeking to control others. When it comes to stuff like he's a he's a Christian purist. I don't even think he necessarily believes what he says. Um, I think Alex Jones, who I also don't fully agree with, but agree with a lot more than I do Nick Fuentes. I think Alex Jones is much more of a Lufko or Lufka. Lufta. Lufta. Yeah, that's what he's more of a Alex is more of a left. That's why Alex has Nick Fuentes has his own channel on band video on Alex's website. Nick Fuentes has been banning people from cozy, his cozy streaming platform right after the rumble thing for people making fun of him being gay, even though he's not gay unless he's in the closet. So, but he probably is gay because he's banning people from his own streaming platform. That's supposedly free speech. So yeah, I, I agree. He is an asco. And whereas Alex is more of a left, uh, Lufta. He strikes me as an asco that plays into the outrage game, doing the same thing over and over again with these platforms to generate more and more hype. And it's interesting that you bring up your, uh, I guess, projection for his presidential run. Uh, why the fuck not? You know, at this point, um, as far as him actually running. I don't have anything. He's not. He's not. He can't run for ten more years. But yeah, he's twenty four. So Eleven more years. A lot can happen in a decade. Yeah, I don't. I he's he's so. That's the thing too. Is he's he's funny. He's kind of like Milo Yiannopoulos in that way. Um, he's funny and he's incredibly smart. Like I, he wins pretty much every debate he's in, even if he's on the wrong side of it. He's really quick witted. He's really smart. I, I I definitely don't discount the intelligence of any of them. I just, you know, there it's it's tedious. Yeah, it's very tedious. I find Milo. I mean, like, yeah, you know, he's definitely inflammatory, and uh, he's great for the clips and the ISOs and the sound bites. But I mean, like, are you going to spend all your time listening to Milo or Nick? No, or I mean, yeah, that's part of the appeal of people like Nick and Milo are they they piss off the people that you really don't like. And it and and the fact that they have a they have an audience makes the really like really annoying people just lose their minds. Everyone loses their minds like yeah. the Joker. Quote. Yeah, that's uh, and that's what's fun about it. Uh, have you listened to Zerka's podcast? I think he, I think, um, what the fuck is the name of that podcast? I should put it in the clip title. Um, was, you know, destiny though, right? At least he's got blue hair now. Big streamer. Uh, I don't, I, I mean, I know these, the name. I run in these circles probably more than I should. I, I just, just, it's just like, it's, uh, destiny's kind of in the same, like Vosh, uh, Hassan Piker thing, except, Destiny's a little more level-headed and less. Um, he's more willing to talk to the other side, I guess. 
And this would also include the like sticks and guys like that too. I don't uh, sticks and hammers. Is that what the guy's name is? Or am I thinking of something yeah. else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. It's like, these. It's it's there are YouTube and Twitch talking head personalities. Yes. That. Uh, I think get a lot of self gratification debating amongst themselves with fucking just the the Twitch comments just firing by like fucking M60 rounds, you know? Yeah. So Zerka is a Canadian. Uh, I guess he's like a brown skinned Canadian guy that does a lot of cocaine and believes in flat earth. And he hosts, he hosts this podcast with a bunch of just like hot bitches, which I guess he has around him all the time because he has cocaine with him all the time. I think that's how that works. Is that Z V C H Z H E R K A? I think. He was on Biggest Problem in the Universe uh, not too long ago, I think. Or maybe it was The Dick Show. I don't know. But uh, they debated debated Flat Earth for a while. He's big into Flat Earth. um, But he has these podcasts where he just has a bunch of hot bitches there to basically sit there and look pretty in front of a microphone and maybe say something dumb once in a while. And then he'll kind of moderate debates. And he had Nick Fuentes. I think this was a day or two ago. He had Nick Fuentes and Destiny on there. And uh, Destiny's saying... Basically, just set up the clip. Fuentes is saying, well, you can pretty much say anything you want about any ethnicity and not get in too much trouble, like too, too much real, real trouble until you start talking about the Jews. And Destiny says, no, you can get in trouble for talking about any ethnicity or any group. And then uh, that's where this debate goes. (laughs) In the conservative movement, it's well known. You can literally say fucking anything about Muslims. You can go in there. Glenn Beck is worth. He's not worth a billion. He's worth a quarter of a billion. He can go out there and write a book that says it is about Islam. And in the book, he argues that Islam is an evil religion and they all got to go from America. He's worth a quarter of a billion. Robert Spencer, not Richard, but Robert Spencer. He's a Jewish anti-Muslim guy. He could go out there and say similar things. You know, Milo at one point, who's a Jew, could go out and say, I'm going to go and burn the Quran in Sweden during Pride Month or whatever the fuck it was 10 years ago. And he's got bank accounts. He's still got Jewish support. And and same thing with Ben Shapiro. Shapiro literally called for a genocide. I'm not sure if you're even aware of that. But he wrote a column and said, transfer is not a dirty word. We need to ethnically cleanse Israel and get the Palestinians out. Total that was faggot, in a column. by the way. Ben Shapiro, total thank it. Thank it in the chat for Ben. And that was in addition. <laughs> that was in addition to saying that Arabs the chat, cool. bomb shit and live in open sewage. He never faced any repercussions or penalties. It's of course only and even Leafy. Leafy can go on Twitter and say LGBTQ people are evil and all the stuff that he didn't shout out Leafy. He's been doing a great job. He hasn't lost his Twitter. Elon personally told Ye he cannot come back to Twitter. Yeah, Why the fuck Twitter. do you think that is? Nick's still mm. on Twitter. Do you I mean, think that if Sweden's- we look at the if we so we can so now this is that was Nick talking. Now this is Destiny's rebuttal. Twitter. Yeah, Why the fuck Twitter. do you think that is? Nick's still mm. banned on Twitter. Do you I mean, think that if Sweden's- we look at the if we so we can explain this with two ways? Either one, I guess because Jewish people are in control of who gets banned from all of these organizations, or two, can you not just look at where broad U.S. support is and realize that companies are probably doing things to keep broadly the United States citizens like in line with their corporations? So, so if you would ask for instance, if you were to poll U.S. citizens, do you broadly support Muslims in the Middle East more, or do you support like Israel and Jewish people more? Everybody over the age of like 40 is literally an Israeli simp, Donald Trump included, as much as he seemed to want to avoid that. Wait, your original argument was you could get in trouble for any minority attack. There are, there are certain, I think that if you, I think that if you, I think that if you, 
Those are coming into mind right there. What is your take? Which one do you think is more likely, caller? Do you think that um, it's because a certain group of people control what's the most things you can't talk about, meaning them? Or do you think it's because that's what the public opinion and the corporate opinion of America already is, and that's why you can't talk about that certain thing? Um. I guess my initial thought goes to it's more of a cultural thing at this point. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, think, I think I have a couple. I think it's a little bit of both is my opinion. I think the culture determines the, the, the culture deter, determines the control and the control also factors into the culture. So it's like almost like a chicken or the egg scenario, right? I should get a one of those dog collars that you're talking about for I think. I, <laughs> this sounds amazing, by the way. I'm gonna do it. It's it's hooked up. I just have to actually make it happen. Yeah, I'm I am excited for you. <laughs> gotta gotta get rid of the likes somehow. Uh, but to answer Destiny's question, there, this is a clip from the podcast, The Breakfast Club, which you may have heard featured on the MoFact show. This is. Head of the ADL, Jonathan Greenblatt, uh, answering Destiny's question, although not directly. He answers it in this clip from The Breakfast Club. So literally, we opened a center in Silicon Valley back in 2017. And the woman who runs it, she's an ex-Facebook executive. I have software engineers and data scientists working at ADL. We're monitoring all this stuff. And we're working with all the platforms, by the way. Google and YouTube and Meta and Twitter and Reddit and... Steam and Amazon, all these companies from like Apple to Zoom. We work with all of them. Okay. That's relevant because we've been working with Twitter now for real, since it was founded. We work with the old regime, working with the new regime. Working with the old regime and the new regime, uh, referencing the Elon Musk regime of Twitter. So that's the head of the ADL just outwardly admitting that the ADL is behind the scenes tinkering in every single major tech company, including Steam and Amazon, not even social network ones. Do you think they're like flatmates with the CIA and the FBI in the yeah. NSA? I would, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even doubt that um, Nick Fuentes is a fucking fed because they have to have a boogeyman, right? That's kind of where I was going with this a little bit. They have to have a boogeyman because if the ADL doesn't have a boogeyman to fight, then there's no funding. Then there's no fucking funding. They have to have a boogeyman to fight. I wouldn't be surprised if people like Fuentes and, and Richard Spencer, well, Richard Spencer for sure was a fed there. I don't think there was any question of that. Yeah. I don't know too much about him, but Fuentes is funny and charismatic enough and makes good points that I like, I would like to think that he's not a fed, but maybe he's got a bunch of secret bank accounts and they just took away the fake ones. I don't know. He's probably a Fed, like the more I look at it. He's, do you know what the CUFI is? No, you'll have to explain it. See. Well, this is the founder and chairman of the CUFI. Guess the acronym. We are Christians United for Israel. Christians United for Israel. So if, uh, if Nick Fuentes is the Darth Vader, then this guy is the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, my God. We are Christians united for Israel. 
United for Israel began in February 2006 with 400 evangelical leaders in San Antonio. Today, we are the largest pro-Israel organization in America with over 1.25 million members who are ready to respond to the needs of Israel. Israel's fight is our fight. We are one. We are united. We will not be discouraged. We will not be defeated. We will not be intimidated. We will not sit down. We will not be silent. We are the worst nightmare of the anti-Semites of the world. The victory is going to be ours. Holy shit. Hey, it's it's kind of like the original Pay Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. The CSFI. Yes. The Christian Simps for Israel. <laughs> uh, the CUFI. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear Nick Nick's rebuttal? That's the last clip I have is Nick's rebuttal to the founder and chairman of the CUFI. Well, why not? <laughs> it's still from that same clip or the same speech he did. We're not soldiers for the Republican Party. We're not soldiers for the conservatives. We're soldiers for God. We practice that every day. You see what's going on yet so far? It's two Christian factions and one says, oh, we love the Jews. And the other one goes, I mean, no like you the Jews. <laughs> A house divided. Yeah. <laughs> you need to pray when you wake up. Pray before you eat. Pray before you go to bed. Go to Mass on Sunday. You have to convert. Because I'll tell you something. I've been in this spiritual holy war for six years. I've had everything taken from me. My family's been attacked. My friends have been attacked. I've been attacked physically, in person. I've been debanked. I've been swatted. Persecuted by the government, bank accounts frozen, banned from banks, put on the no-fly list. None of this would be possible. This whole movement, this whole event, my career wouldn't be possible if I feared anybody other than God. If there was anything more important than God. So, I guess in summary, my take on this whole thing is... I don't know who the good guys and the bad guys are in this situation. I could give less than a fuck about Israel or Palestine. But I'll tell you one thing. It's the same reason I like Sam Hyde more than I like Lena Dunham. It's the same reason I like Kanye more than I like Jay-Z. It's the same reason I like Dick Masterson more than I like MasterCard. Because when you fucking take away everybody's shit and you deplatform, and de- it's the same reason I like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. more than Joe Biden. If it's just a big show and a, and a big facade, you know, maybe they're duping me. But I like, I'm always going for the underdog in every situation. And that's why I'm Team Nick and not Team Netanyahu. That's my TED Talk. Uh, caller, there are no winners in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Wait a second. Nick Fuentes, you're banned from TikTok, Reddit, Discord, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I like how he talks about himself in the I third person. Space. Nothing works here. The medications don't work. I've been here for seven years. <laughs> I hate this place. <laughs> I hate this place. Oh, Nothing shit. works here. The medications don't work. I hate this place. 
Uh, oh, this is a good one. Oh, wait, no, don't open. Well, I guess that works. It's over, Anakin! I have the high ground! You underestimate my power! Ah! Oh. Chopped his dick right off there. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> you are a loser. I love you, Anakin. <laughs> you will pay. <laughs> I don't know. Any thoughts on that? I think I said my piece on it. I didn't really give I don't think anybody necessarily learned anything from it, but um, I, that's the I've literally spent the last like 24 hours down that rabbit hole following that whole controversy. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of laid it out uh, before that last clip there. And there's a, there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of outrage. And people are ready, sitting in the wings to make the use of it. And yeah. they'll go out there and spray it themselves if they have to. And surely they're cognizant of that. So... You know, if you put yourself in towards a purported holy war, then be expected to receive a fucking holy wars. This is, I feel like he has conjured this on himself. Would you put him in the same category as a Kanye? Mm. Kanye was a little bit of a different scenario if he ends up being this sort of uh, mind control puppet. He disappeared. He came back several times with the blonde hair. Yeah, that's true. And Fuentes, you could say, if you're really trying to say Fuentes is a spook, which I'm not sure he is or not. I don't have an opinion one way or the other. But Fuentes was essentially his handler. During that whole thing, when he was on Alex Jones with the mask on, yeah, was Fuentes was there the whole time. Fuentes was, I mean, Fuentes, he's only supposedly 24 years old, but you could call Fuentes the David Hogg of anti-Semitism. The only difference is Fuentes is hilarious. Uh, It makes me laugh anyway. That's a phrase. (laughs) (laughs) Such a douche. I hate him. Yeah. Uh, I do have a producer to thank coming in. Um, I, last I checked, we didn't get any boostograms in today. I've been trying to check those better. Yeah, nothing there, but <clears throat> Vox coming in for $10. Um, I mean, everybody, the one, the one, the only Vox and Sir Chris Fox. Um, I, I'm assuming it was the regular Vox, not the Chris Fox that, that did that. Um, that. Does that sound right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, I was. I I'm assuming I'll be able to link her show in the uh, in the show notes if she's still in the chat. I don't know, but uh, thank you, Vox. Ten dollars. That's going to go for the shot collar fund, by the way, uh, which is already here and paid for. So I'm not sure why that's. It's going to go for the something fund, the web cost fund. <laughs> I got to hear Vox's show is Complex Candor, uh, which recently added to the No Agenda stream. By the way, I've heard a couple episodes. They don't do a lot of that, do they? Just on the. I did help her uh, get set up to boost. I think we went with an Albi wallet for her. Uh, for her. That's what I got. 
Well, I'll be darned, as they say. Well, well I'll you. be damned. Thank you, Vox. I'm going to be doing a show with Vox soon. And then also Vox is uh, one of the people that's definitely going to be on season two of Battle of Douchebags. I know she's got oh, hell yeah. two in the can. So, And by the nice. way, I heard you and Lavish talking. Yes, of course, you were invited, uh, both of you, on every show. That's why there's a waiting list. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I, I can only get one or two on at a time. You know? I've had people since since before we did the final showdown, I've been having people ask about, like, oh, I, I got two in mind, so... Yeah, we got a we got a long maybe 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 we shake it up and maybe uh maybe we like MC for it or something. NC. MC MC North Carolina. Like, uh, no, MC. Oh, MC. Oh. Oh, so like one of us hosts it. Well, yeah. four people come on. Yeah, kind of like, okay, so that's what I did for episode eight. I had Midnight Mike, Goof, Tom Starkweather, and Adam from Deborah Gets Red Pilled, all four on while I emceed it. Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there could be the two MCs, and that could, like, kind of maybe you'd have two people paying attention to the clock. They don't have to run discuss clips. Discuss the and, clips. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we could do that. <clears throat> I think there's a couple uh, tinkering solutions we we can come up with before we kick it off again we'll talk about off air um, nice. tighten it up boys as the said. yep but yeah man uh great show by the way the other night uh anything you want to tease for i know it's like a, still a long ways away kind of uh, this monday's behind the schemes at badradio.live i don't have anything prepped at the moment i've been kind of in a funk all things considered it's yeah, i'm uh, sure this call in didn't help <laughs> Oh no, it's all good. I, uh, I wanted to call him. Uh, granted, I, you know, come Monday, let's see if I have a job still. <laughs> Just out there, everybody. I do think that Nick Fuentes is You can a, denounce me. No, go ahead and denounce me and everything I said. I think I denounced it maybe uh, not enough for most people, but probably not enough for like, you know, the normies. Uh, we're more public radio than NPR. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I if I counterbalance it, can I say I like Nick Fuentes if I counterbalance it by saying I also love abortion, Ukraine, uh, uh, trannies. What else do I have to say? Oh, look at all that social credit karma. Nice. The ch- bringing it up. Um, I hate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um Nick Fuentes is oh, cool, but Robert F. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., that's the real anti-Semite right there. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, boobs. Uh, I love you, man. I I, I'm always I'm always glad to talk at you. I love you, too, man. Thanks thank for, you, Vox, uh, for producing it. the show. Complex Candor. ComplexCandor.com. Looking, looking forward to going toe-to-toe with Vox. Battle of the oh. Douchebags Season 2. Hell, yeah. I know uh, Scott from Rebunked, formerly Truezilla, is going to be on. Uh, oh, formerly? I didn't realize they. Uh, <laughs> well, he's yeah. He started. Re- he moved to Tennessee actually and started Rebunked. Um, he's got a couple good ones picked out, and uh, some they got some other handful of other people as well. Uh, I don't want to give her to show show my whole hand too quick, but uh, we have at least ten or twelve guests waiting to. Uh, Beyond, and I think about eight episodes per season. So it's going to be interesting. 
Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, oh uh, my goodness. um, yeah. Shout out to the artist uh, for the art for this episode as well. Um, Mid journey. I got some great art of some fat mermaids and they spit them out naked. I'm not sure if that would get me in trouble for posting it. So I might have to blur the nipples. I just put in really very fat mermaids was the prompt and it showed their nipples in the art, which I've never had to happen before. But in over 50% of the art, there was art. There was nips, which I'm not sure how to handle that. Should I just go for it and just put it post the art with nips or will that get me in trouble with like uh, podcasting platforms? Well, there is one thing to consider. If somebody was listening to your show in a car with coworkers, as an example, and <laughs> that was the art that popped up, like, you know. I've, been, I've received nudes on the job multiple times, and that's always like, oh, God. So, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So, I mean, yes. But, but they're really fat, so it's not really sexual, you know? Once you cross the 300-pound threshold, I feel like it's not a sexual thing if you see nipples. At least not for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that not fair? Is that not true? Ah! This is getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the art, and you can let me know what you think. You can be the judge. Uh, all right. All right. I'll, all right. I'll, I'll give you a, an honest answer awesome all right well as fletcher says watch your butthole everybody thank you vox for producing thank you booberry thank you barbs versus the world barbs versus the world on twitter tiktok oh wait no she's banned from twitter fuck that was a major faux pas uh uh, tiktok youtube threads that new one threads i think Uh, and still not on spook doc social because i couldn't just couldn't convince her well it also doesn't help that it's not up currently working oh yeah well that's that's a side issue yeah f in the chat what is soon uh is this what you said when you uh were looking at the spook doc social server it's going down ladies and gentlemen whoa whoa <laughs> <laughs> all right boobs. Uh, i've uh i've i've tortured you long enough thanks for calling in man behind the schemes.com bad radio dot live Fuck. Oh, no. Shit. Fuck. Cunt ass. Cock, motherfucker. Shit ass. <clears throat> this week on my podcast, we talk about how men are bad. They're ugly. They're smelly. Their balls are smelly. They don't wash themselves or change their sheets. Why are men so gross? We talk to different scientists and like people and we figure it out i hate men you hate men everyone hates men that's why i sing with vocal fry that's why i sing with vocal fry
God needs to be cut out. What's wrong with me today? What's wrong with me today? All these things I say. What's wrong with me today? Why do I say these things? Why do I say these things? Listen to me sing. Why do I say these things? Why do I say these things? What's wrong with me, Lord? Lord God in heaven above, please fill me with love. Because I don't want to say this stuff no more. I will get down on the floor. On my knees, I will pray to you, God, and say, please make me be good and normal. Please, God, help the B-man be normal. I don't know what's wrong with me. Please, Jesus, B-man really needs your help. Why do I say these awful things? Please, Jesus, my love. Help me, God. Father, Father, and King of Kings, I'm praying to you. Take Brendan and sacrifice him. Do whatever you have to, Jesus. Please don't send me to hell when Cut I die. your head off and bury his head in the backyard, Jesus. Don't let Helmin kill me, please. If that will make him better, Lord, Jesus, just show me the way. strength to kill me. Stop saying these bad things, God. Please help me. You'll show never me the way. stop, so I gotta take action. I'll take, a, I'll take something and I'll kill you. Lord, please, God in heaven, save my soul and save me. I don't want to die. Send hell, Jesus. No. I want to go to heaven and I want to be a good person. Please make me stop saying these things and doing these bad things. Wait, Jesus, what was that? No, he's talking to me right now. What? He says you have to die. <laughs> what? No, Jesus, please reconsider. He says you have to die. No. Where's my gun? No, no, Did no. you bring my gun? I gotta shoot you right now. Goodbye. Please, God, make the gun jam so she doesn't shoot me. Goodbye. <laughs> Put your hands down. <laughs> Goodbye, Brendan. Brendan's in hell. You must atone for the sins that you've made on this podcast. <laughs> Stop. This is for calling me a human toilet. Get back up here. This is for calling me a human toilet. <laughs> here we go. That'll make you think twice next time you want to talk shit on all Hellman. A train. Right? Sorry. Please, Lord, forgive me. Jesus told me that there were blanks in this gun, and that's why you're alive. Wow. But it so scared the shit out of you, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It scared me straight. Um. Well, I don't really know where to go from there. Yeah, I don't know. This is the yeah. <laughs> this podcast is kind of wacky. And we have been trying our best not to talk about it before the show starts. What was your favorite part of the week? Let's get a rose and a thorn out of you for this week. What I was mean, your rose probably of the getting week? A, a reply from Elon Musk on Twitter. 
That's a first. Two exclamations. Two exclamations. <laughs> one for you. One for you. I don't think I, you can say I've done anything wrong if Elon Musk took interest in what I'm tweeting. That means I'm using Twitter correctly. That means if the yeah. head of Twitter likes my tweets. <laughs> yes. And three uh, a is a curse. a curse. You will die if you post three Two in the chat. And you will die in a holy war. You will you- die in the holy war. Unless. Unless. You're Faith is so strong mm. that, that you make that I make what? <laughs> Go on, someone else, someone else may cause. <laughs> All right, I feel like you're I trying. I can't to, finish yeah, it. I don't think we want to get banned. <laughs> How is this show not Patton banned? Is not illegal. Patton is it's illegal. Biggest number one. Am the you? problem in the universe. I'm here. The only show that ranks every problem in the universe from looking like your fly is down to playing Call of Duty as Charlie Brown. I'm your host, Sid Masterson. Joining me is that. That was great. How dare you? Joining me as always is Vito Giswaldi. That was from Aaron Eastley sent us that one. Excellent rhyme. Wow. Wow. So that was your rose Elon of the Musk's week. approved podcast of the week. Biggest problem. You can print that out. They should have a service where Twitter will send you a frame of Elon commenting on your tweet and it's signed like or blessed by Elon. No. Like the Pope blesses everything at the Vatican. People shop. do not understand that I am a mover and shaker in the world of American political discourse. And <laughs> they need to accept that fact. I noticed that there was okay, that an exciting work. live event and I okay. felt it was newsworthy. Uh-huh. So I I tweeted out Nick Fuentes is currently giving Where's the Musk? And go go up a there little There he is. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to give the context. Oh, yeah, okay, give it. Go up give so it, I give can it to read me. the give tweet. Give me the fucking context. So give it I to me. said Give it to me right now. Nick Fuentes currently giving an anti-Semitic speech to 5,000 people on at Rumble Video and it probably I means a, it was to about 40 people. No, though, it says right? there was. Well, I don't know. It said there were six thousand or so watching. Yeah. Uh, the chat clearly very upset. I could throw a with football the over the mountains. I don't know how many people were watching, but I was like, "Well, this is what." Shit, I can't put this on the screen. Oh, really? Yeah, because there's a bunch of fucking slurs on it. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I don't think there are actually any slurs there. There's but, a ton of slurs. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those are none, none at all. That said likes. Uh, anyway, Ian Miles Chiang then retweets it and says, what's going on with Rumble? What's the deal with Hitler? And uh, Elon Musk responds <laughs> with two exclamation points because I said, oh, hey, yeah, you got sni- hit for snitching again. Yeah, everybody said, oh, my God, I can't believe Vito is snitching by accurately reporting on what uh, Nick uh, Fuentes is saying. Yeah. They said it's it's wrong that I mentioned Rumble because it might hurt Rumble. And I'm like, well, you you put the watermark on the yeah on the well because like, honestly you only have enough ca- you only get so many characters otherwise I would have just said their name yeah there's a variety of reasons why I put the watermark <laughs> that was but, funny well <laughs> honestly it's it makes it more like people want to people are interested in Rumble right Rumble right. is newsworthy yeah so if it's like here's Nick Fuentes being an asshole it's like yeah whatever and then it's like here's Nick Fuentes being an asshole on Rumble it's like yeah. oh hey that's a little more interesting you know yeah. I'm good at Twitter. I'm not going to apologize for being good at Twitter. That's it. I couldn't believe you got I so got much. I a ton of retweets well, I on that. I couldn't believe that you got so much shit Because everybody for that. gives me shit on anything I do. Anything I do of any sort, 
It's even though a, these guys, all they do is report all day long on like people doing stupid shit. I go, hey, look, somebody's doing stupid shit. And they go, hey, that might hurt Rumble. And we get paid by them. You can't say that. You can't say that. Yeah, literally everybody was. I have this uh, bag here. Let's I'm be holding real. A bag. Every single you person who's say. mad at me is making a bunch of money from Rumble right now. It's Nick Ricada, the quartering. <laughs> they have Rumble fucking thumbnails in their but Twitter wait, but names. Nick was pro speech. I'm also yeah. pro speech. You're not as pro speech as Nick is. I'm more pro speech than you Nick is. You are fucking definitely I'm, not. I, I never said Nick Fuentes said anything illegal. And that's the weird thing. Yeah. Everybody keeps trying to be like, well, what he said is legal. I'm like, yeah. I know. They're like, well, then why would you talk about it? I'm like, because it's like interesting and newsworthy. It's very like, newsworthy. And they're like, yeah, but it's it's legal. I'm like, right. What, what, what are we even arguing about here? Of course it's legal. Like, I didn't say otherwise. I'm shocked Rumble took it down. Uh, so he's saying, well, we're in a holy war. Uh, metaphorically against people who believe the Talmud. Yeah, he's saying people who believe in the Talmud say it's okay to kill uh, Gentiles, Gentiles is, and it's not okay to kill Jews. Like, okay, and he says we're in a holy war, but because of our resolve, they want to kill us, but we'll kill them. Like, yeah. All right. Well, uh, I wish you didn't uh, have said that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say we'll kill them. He used the They'll very die. creative language. They'll we'll, die. We'll make them die. Yeah. We're gonna make them die. <laughs> In a holy war. Look, buddy, whatever you want, say whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want, to whomever you want, I'll yeah. support it, but I, I just, just kind of sometimes wish you didn't do it. It's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me be real. I've said this to a lot, I've given this speech yeah. to a lot of guys. Hey, why don't you guys uh, pump the brakes on all the uh, J stuff over here? We've had this huh? discussion, and I, I've even You're said. you fucking things up for uh, me, <laughs> and guys who are doing this right. I was surprised that Fuentes said something that stupid, because I was like, well, normally this guy understands the little optics game he's playing, you know, like, Ooh, you know, I don't really want to kill anybody. Just like if they happen to fall down a hole, like, you know, who could maybe, maybe God made that happen or something. And then he just comes out and he goes, we're going to make them die in a holy war. I'm like, Oh, I said, we're in a holy war. Yeah. And no, I quoted him directly. We will make them die in a holy war is what yeah, he, he said. He said we're in a holy war first. Okay. He's not saying we'll so start he's one. Saying he's saying we're, we're not starting one. a holy war. We're in the middle of one. Yeah. This is an act of self-defense so in the holy goes. war. <laughs> yeah. Anything goes. <laughs> I can't. I play it for context, but I obviously well, can't. Yeah, we can't. It's banned from I don't even, even Rumble. Know if we can quote it. We're probably going to get hit for quoting it. Um... I thought you were, I thought you, what you did was totally fine because they're saying speech, speech, speech. And then you said, well, here they said it. And yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, delete. I'm like, all right. Well, like, well, he might get in trouble with Rumble. I'm like, well, Rumble says they're a free speech platform that doesn't ban do anyone. Vito's so. the, like the crack I'm not in tra- tra- yeah. journalist that's getting this word out to everybody. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They can't say they're mad at Rumble because Rumble gives them big paychecks every month. So they have to go, oh, this is Vito's fault that Rumble chose to ban Nick Fuentes because Vito accurately reported on what he was saying for Twitter clicks. Uh, and let's be clear. I don't like what he's saying, and I want people to know about it because I yeah, think Yeah, yeah, you want everyone to know how much you care about stopping violence on Jews, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Uh-huh. I think that... Oh, praise Vito. See, you're doing the, you're doing the Nick Ricada thing where it's like, there's no problem. He's just joking around. No crazy person ever heard a crazy another crazy guy tell him to go kill a bunch of people and actually went for it and did it. somebody goes and sees you vaping Belle Delphine's bathwater and then goes and kills Belle Delphine? I are you th- going to apologize for that? I, you I think I, in my video made it very clear that it was a parody take. I, a wink. There was a lot of joke. Okay. <laughs> I just think joking about vaping is a little different than joking about committing genocide. And you can joke about committing genocide if it's like, you know, pretty clearly a joke. Anything, you, want, you know, you want to protect yourself yeah. uh, from uh, whatever you're saying is going to happen, genocide or whatever. Yeah. 
Make sure that uh, make sure that the Second Amendment is preserved. Make sure that the First Amendment is preserved. Make sure that the Bill of Rights is rock solid. And every single judge of the Supreme Court and all the federal judges say we will never fucking violate any of these Bill of Rights. Okay, that's how. That's the most important thing. It is. Sure. <laughs> you're locked and what loaded, man. What if the Nazis man? get more guns than us? Then you're fucked. <laughs> Israel has nu- nuclear bombs, bro. <laughs> you think Nazis are going to get a fucking nuclear bomb? I don't, I don't fucking think do. so. 